What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Monday Night Roski. All right. The longest running episodic program here on YouTube. The longest evening service, running evening service all since 2019. Yes, the longest. Anyway, we got a great show for you lined up today. We're going to talk about fumbling the bag. Allegedly, the Michigan State football coach pulled a Emmy Yadoka, and we're going to break down all of that, how ninjas can get to the top, top, the top, and still fumble the goddamn bag. All right, let me get my filter ready to go because uh, it's a little bit light up in there. Let me let me darken the mood just a little bit. And we're also going to review the Spanish Federation soccer chair, the leader of the Spanish Soccer Federation, he recently resigned as of yesterday, or probably today. I don't know what time it is in Spain. He recently resigned after dealing with weeks of allegations that he kissed one of the female World Cup gold medalist soccer players on her lips. I'm talking about the lips on her face. Yes. Love her. Lick them low. Yeah. Lick them low. Yeah. We got to talk about that as well. And what I would have done. Of course, you guys know I'm the coach. Coach Greg Adams, and I actually coached in college. And I'm going to tell you what this really is about. I'm going to tell you what this really is about. Now, here's the deal. There's no victims. There's only volunteers. And every one of the people in this story are absolute volunteers. Now, we're not going to take the whole side. The dude is getting railroaded. All right. You know, uh, Mel, Mel Tucker, he's getting railroaded. We're not going to take that stance over here, or at least I'm not. Because we tried to do that with Emmy Yadoka and Ninja, I had to shout Ninjas down real fast. Okay. I had to shout you down because people keep wanting somebody to be the victim here. But in this case, there's no victims. There's just volunteers. Mel Thompson, Mel Tucker, whatever his name is, is a volunteer. This woman, her name is Brenda, and she don't have a baby, but she's a volunteer. Not only that, she's a skeezer. All right, but that's just, that's neither here nor there. All right, she's a skeezer, allegedly. Allegedly, we'll go through her history as well, and we'll see how she's doing out here. She's an opportunist, and not only that, she admits that she's in these streets. In these streets? She admits that she's in the streets, <laughs> right? So we're going to show you her admitting to being in these streets. In these streets? All right, essentially, this is what she said. She said, why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> we got a great show. Do me a favor, hit the like button. And uh, we'll get into the dirty details of this show. But you're in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one. New, 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 AKA new Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Shadamas. And you're in the Desert Storm bunker with EWF, the whole effing show, the Black Moses, the undebatable, and not only that, EWF. That is every woman's fantasy. And CGAC God Allah and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. All right, indeed. And that's going to be the main event. But we got Straggle and Sniggles Theater coming up. We're going to give you an update on Steven Spielberg's daughter. Oh. In these streets. Man, raising daughters, man. <laughs> raising daughters. Oh, my goodness. Raising daughters. Steven Spielberg can't even escape the bullshit. In these streets. Oh, man. Your achy, breaky heart when you have a daughter. All right. Uh, but uh, anyway, anyway, 
we got that coming above, and then, uh, yeah, we're going to get into it. All right, we had a great show by the day. If you didn't spec out, we, we check it out. We were on CGA Sports this afternoon. We did a four-hour live stream, and I'm sitting here uh, tonight. Not only that, I'm getting fat, by the way, so mm. just gonna, we have to do some crunches sitting here. Ladies, anybody want to massage my groin? Uh, okay, anyway, consent forms will be handed out. What do we got going on here? Let me get to the earlier contributors to today's show, which there's normally not many in the evening service early. But set Sana, original Coach Gang member, going back. Salute to CGA and the whole Coach Gang Gang. And it looks like you have a Francais. You have a Francais flag. Is that a Francais? You're out in Francais? Okay, we're going to talk about you Europeans. Because European. All right, uh, we're going to talk about these Europeans out here. Europeans be moving funny, too. All right. Now I'll be banned from Europe because nobody's immune on my show. I go in on everybody. All right, here we go, right, Greg? We got uh, the actual King Smith. That Okay, I got you from earlier. That was during the sports show. That was during the sports show. We got, uh, who is this? Maryland guy says, what's up, coach? He says, you know you're getting old when most people in college weren't even born yet when planes were flown in the buildings. I know. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Uh, September 11th day, remember. All right, never forget um, whether you wear a tinfoil hat or whether you're a real American, all right? Never forget, and by the way, he this is actually making, he's not making this up. Uh, my children were born after September 11th, all right? And they're going to be legal adults in the next year and two, all right? So, um, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a crazy experience when you understand that. It kind of reminds me of Pearl Harbor, which, um, yeah, uh, certain things get lost. That's why they always tell you to remember certain things and never forget because it only takes two generations and an event is already old news, right? It's already not, you know, there's no emotion tied to the event. So when I was a youngster, all right, when I was a youngster, Pearl Harbor was that way. Everybody was like, Pearl Harbor. And I was like, what? You know, when you're, uh, when you're 20, you don't remember. They're like, what happened? Right? Some Japanese people came kamikaze style, flew their planes and bombed some boats. Where? Hawaii. And you're looking at them like, well. You know, doesn't ring the same. Doesn't ring the same. I'm sorry. It's it's kind of like, well, what that had to do with us? But, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those things. You know what I mean? You know, the South shall rise again. You know what I mean? People, Confederate people think the South shall rise again. They were born in the 20s and they were like, the South shall rise again. And you're like, well, you know. All right. Shout out to Matthew G says study. Shout out to you. Are you saying, all right, are you studying? You're studying. I appreciate you. And as the Lord said, study to show thyself approved. All right. Anyway, yeah, they hit the ninjas with the bonsai, the whole emperor and all. All right. That changed the world, by the way. World War II changed the world. And as you can slowly see, all right, we're running out of steam. All right. We have our grip on the world and barely 100 years in charge. And the ship is sinking. All right, ship is sinking fast. U.S. ain't been in charge that long. You know, people be thinking, we've been the leader of the world just for the last 80 years. I mean, barely the last 80 years. I mean, it hasn't been that long. Ninja, we ain't been 100 years in charge yet. <laughs> and the ship is sinking. Ninja, somebody help these people. I've done some dumb things. And I'll do dumb things again. I mean, we ain't even got a good grip on the world yet. All right, uh, anyway, enough of that. 
Let's get into some doom and gloom CGA. Why don't we? Why don't we? All right. Doom and gloom CGA. New, 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 new world order. Not a long one. Pause. But apparently this is a real estate agent or a financial advisor on YouTube. You know, on YouTube, they have people giving financial advice. All right. And people be following them and then they be trying to sue them for they lose the bag. You know what I mean? These people. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Uh, let's see. Is it allowing me? Nope. Nothing. I got a blank ski. Oh, my goodness. This is terrible. So let me get this straight. All right. My assistant going to get fired for that one. Hold on for a second. All right, let me let me see if I can pull it up. Okay, there it is. All right, there it is right there. All right, it ain't blank. Apparently, these financial advisors, everybody's a financial guru. I'm not really a financial guru. I'm a hustle guru. I'm a grifting guru. I'll be like, wake your ass up. All right, so, but people be like, financial advice. Well, this guy, so apparently one of these guys, and uh, it says realtors in the U.S. are losing their cars to banks as the recession hits hard. All right, I don't know if this guy is the guy in the video or this is the video that he's picked up. It looks like he's, is he tweeting or reposting a video? Potentially. Let's take a look here. Um, it says right here, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Mm. All right, Calgary. All right, anyway, let's go ahead and play the video. That's it, guys. The bank came. They said we want our cars back. They said you're in flex space real estate. It's really high risk. We want all our money back. And so I had to give them the cars. That's it guys, the cars are gone, which means I have an empty garage. I have a bunch of old cars because those are the only ones I can afford now. I can't really afford to keep those anymore. So yeah, that's what's up. Ah. Look, sometimes you need to know when to give up, right? And I think for me, this is the end of the line. Interest rates are at all time high. Insurance premiums are high. The real estate market is really tough. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, oh, humanity. yeah, it gets tough for people out here. I'm telling you, man. Hey, man, it's tough for a lot of people, especially people living beyond their means. You know what I mean? You got to really check where your means are and people are living beyond them. So, uh, yeah, let's hear what the rest of you got to say. I don't know if this is he might be making this up, too. I mean, the, the cars were down the line, down the street. But listen to you. There's not much money to be made. And so, as you guys clearly saw, my cars are going away. But remember, good times are bad. Cars are liabilities. Don't let anybody else fool you. Don't let anybody tell you their assets. They are liabilities regardless. Whether you pay for them in cash or you get a loan, you know, you still have to service them. You still have to get new tires. You still have to maintain them. And that's all money out of pocket. So on this hot summer day, oh, he's even blocking my neighbors. Sorry, neighbor. I hope you're good. Anyways, on this hot summer day, if you see these cars, you know that they were mine and they're gone. Damn. Yeah, man, it, it gets like that. It bees like that sometimes. And listen, I'm not ever immune from any of these things. Uh, this is why you don't get attached to certain things. But, you know, uh, certain people say they don't feel bad for him. I don't think you should feel bad for him. He certainly enjoyed having those liabilities. And, you know, at least he had to have them. He got to have them and experience them. And now he has to live life trying to work his way back. What you will understand is people who get in those situations, they'll be back. All right. You'll see them. They'll never hit rock bottom. They'll find another way to hustle and grind and they'll be back to that in five to 10 years. All right. So that's what I do know. Um, unless he has a lot of kids and a wife. All right. It's going to take them longer. But many guys that go into those situations, they'll be back. But even they'll be smarter because 
they don't need those things to validate them or they don't need those things anymore. You're like, okay, I had a G-Wagon. Most of the time, you probably didn't drive one or two of those cars. You can only drive so many cars. And you're talking about a person. Me, I have a lot of vehicles so um, or modes of transportation mostly. But uh, you can only drive so many. Um, and um, for me, I'm not attached to many of them. I only need one. And if you fall down, it's not how you, it's not how many times you fail or fall. It's how you get back up. So a guy like that will be back. Those cars won't mean anything to him. It will suck for his image a little bit, but he'll be back. But yeah, this is the thing here. If you're getting in real estate now, you're trying to be a real estate agent. This is the wrong time. <laughs> but, but, but uh, let me reframe that. Here's a blue chip moment. This is actually the right time to start to become a real estate agent. This is actually the right time to start to get into being a mortgage broker. And I have to reframe that, but I have to think about that. It's a wrong time to go make money in this industry, right? It's a hard time to come make money. So if you're doing this and you need a paycheck in the next six months, I would probably advise you not. But if you're new and you're looking to transition, this is the right time for you to get into it, learn it, all right? And, but, but have a second job, have a second job, but learn it. So that in the next two years, three years, as things turn around, or maybe in five years, you have the license, you have a little bit of background. So this is a good time to get into it now and learn it. But but don't think you about to make no money over the next couple of years. All right. It'll it'll figure it out. It's all guys, there'll always be bad and good times in real estate. Um, I've worked in real estate, I have a real estate license. I know many people, and I know people who actually make money when the market is bad. Some make money when the market is good. So you guys got to just ride the storm out with real estate. And this is why you have to save a lot of money, right? But start making your, uh, start networking, start putting in your words, start going to networking group, chamber of commerce. Also start learning things, getting, building up your book of business, potentially your, your drip campaign, marketing, learn all of that shit while the market is bad. Yeah, maybe tw 10 to 20 years. Maybe 10 to 20 years. I can't really say. But um, one of the reasons why the market kept getting pushed back, propped up, is because House of Cards, right? Uh, the, the, these, these, you know, these administrations made certain legislations to pass certain things, and many people in the loan industry or the housing industry take advantage of loopholes and opportunities to mostly defraud people through uh, loan sharking, right? I mean, there's a whole shit, but... That, that's neither here nor there. You're trying to make some money. <laughs> Go get your commission. Go get your commission. <laughs> right? Anyway, we don't care about all that. We want you to go get your commission. All right, go get your commission. That was a blue chip moment. All right, anyway, so yeah, if you're looking to get into a new business in the next five to 10 years, some of these things will be great. All right, but anyway, what are we doing here? Was that doom and gloom? It was. So straggle in Sniggle Theater. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater. All right, uh, what do we got here? Let me go ahead and put my banner up just so we can have it ready to go. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's get through these quickly. What do we got here on Straggle and Sniggle Theater? Oh, dang, I was going to show this. Maybe I'll show it afterwards. You'll have to remind me to show you the Bernie Mac uh, situation here. But uh, Straggle and Sniggle Theater, we're going to start off with these lovely ladies right here. Let's go ahead and roll it back. And shout out to the dog moms and the dog nanas out here. We're going to play it without the volume. What you see is it looks like two old white women. 
walking a little dog, might be dragging it across the floor. I can't really tell. But uh, as you see right there, I mean, is that dog barely? Oh, I guess. Oh, I see. The dog's barking. So I was going to say, I don't see the legs on the ground. Now, behind her, it's going to be this woman here. Let's play the video. All right. Volume off, as you can see. Oh, my goodness. Look at this, Karen. Jesus. All right. Look at this. Okay. So the larger dog is trying to yank the smaller dog out of the uh, owner's hands. And obviously, the woman can't get a hold. That's like Nova. That that dog, large dog is like Nova. All right. And I'm strong and Nova can pull. Well, Nova can't pull me. But Jesus Christ. Oh, my goodness. And so now they got to get the dog calmed down. The two other ladies. And, uh, yeah, if that old lady right there walked my dog, Nova, that probably would be what happened. All right, you got to be ready because Nova will lunge, you know, try to get at. And she's not trying to bite. But she wants to get at things. And so I'm also, I got her on a tight leash. So uh, if you have that leash extended out in front of you, take a look at this woman. She getting dragged. She getting, bloop, bloop. oh my goodness, damn. I mean, she got a concussion. She all out of disorder, disoriented. Why do, these dog owners, man, these damn dog owners. All right, these dog owners, man, they don't, they don't have any, like if you're an older person, don't get a puppy, especially a large breed puppy. Because like, like I said, if, you know, if, if, like people have trouble watching walking my dog. All right, so you better be on guard, but I'm going to tell you where the dead giveaway was. I mean, obviously, at this point, if your dog's walking in front of you like this, you in trouble. All right, right there. You're already in trouble. Uh Nova walks to the left of me, always never out in front. And depending on you dog walkers or how your dog is trained, I think people who walk their dog out in front of them is a recipe for disaster, all right? Especially if you're older, feeble, and weak. All right, so there you go right there. This old lady right here, she was donezo. And look, wham, take a look at that fall. Women cannot break their falls, but now you're noticing women are more athletic, but less athletic women. Take a look at that. Oh, my God. Take a look how she hitting the ground. Oh, that is with the full force. Take a look at that. Not a break in that fall. Oh. Not a break in that fall. And then she's sliding. Okay, now she's going to get up. Slowly. All right. Stumbling. Up, up. Oh, man. Damn. Okay, grab the dog, ma'am. What in the hell? Look at this. Look at look, look at this lady. Look at this lady, fam. <laughs> Hold up for a second. Can we take a look at the athleticism? Listen, I was kind of born with athleticism. Thank God. I want you to look at how feeble... This woman is. All right, so here you go. You got the dog right there within reaching distance. There it is right there. Grab the dog. That's your dog. Grab the lead, the collar. No grabbing. Watch this. Back over to the other side. Slow reacting. Now watch this. Now watch this shit. Now this is where it blows my mind. This blows my mind. Watch this. The dog is behind the lady, right? And she goes around like the Keystone goddamn cops. Look at this. <laughs> now, I don't understand this right here. There's the dog right there, right behind the woman. And you go around the other side, I suppose, where the leash is. And then the dog is on your ass. 
like this, there's no way. There's no way you made that move. There's no way. What do you grab? What is this shit? The Keystone Cops? It's on your back now, friend. Fam, this ain't even. This is comedy. And then now the dog's on your back snipping at the other dog and the dog then pushes you down. <sighs> I mean, this cannot be right. This can't be right. I mean, in all athleticism, there's there's no way. All right. So then she the dog's dragging you. And then cause you got the that the leash is not working. Oh my goodness. Take a look at Jesus. Oh no. Wait a minute. What took you down? Can I ask? I mean, wait, I think the two headshots. There is a, there's, oh my goodness. She definitely got a broken hip or a pelvis. And then we're up stable and then right. <laughs> mm. <laughs> there's no way. There's no way in hell that you can be that unathletic. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've just been around athletics all my life. Like, you can't tuck that shoulder. <laughs> like, you go and face plant first. You can't roll into that shit. You can't catch. You can't catch. You know, take a step. She tripped on the back of her heel, too. Watch. I'm going to show you. <laughs> just Listen. I would just show you. Wait a minute. Look. <laughs> yeah, I can't zoom in and play it. She tripped on the back of her heel getting up. Look. One. There's a step. And she crossed her feet. Bam. Tripped herself. <laughs> yeah. Man, what the hell? She got to be drunk. That doesn't make any sense. She got to be drunk. She got to be drunk. She got to be on some medication, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> Did she trip again? Oh, man. She's still trying to get up. <sighs> Unbelievable. Mm. Unbelievable. <laughs> Did she lose her shoe? She lost her shoe. Oh, I did. She came out of her shoe. She did. She came out of her shoe. So that might be what's that's <laughs> Oh man. That's unbelievable, man. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Unbelievable. Let's get to this one right here. Oh man. Uh let's see here. I'll skip this one. Apparently, this guy right here. Apparently, I don't know what this is. Let's see what the video is about. Apparently, this guy's or this woman's choosing this guy. All right, here we go. No, nah, we vlogging. Eternal. The real question, how old is you? She valid, bro. I'm eternal. I'm eternal. What your stamina look like? Don't play with me. Ooh, real nice, huh? Anyway, what else you looking for, bro? What else you, what else you too little to reach, man? Everything. What? Everything. Hmm. 
Because you're about to get this number. <laughs> you funny, bro. Mucho gusto. Tengan suerte tus sabes. It's not Tuesday yet. It's not Tuesday yet, but he got him a. You know, ninjas love them some chunky chicks. You know what I mean? He right up his alley. He's sitting. Oh, the humanity. And he's showing his teeth, too. Ninjas is. Ain't nothing like a ninja with a fat woman. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> right? Ninjas love them a chunky chick. You know what I mean? That's what it is. And ninjas being here denying it, too. All right, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. He's getting girls in his rotation. He's apparently a content creator or something. He said he was vlogging. And we tell you, girls are choosing. And both of these girls were choosing on him, and he took he took the fat one. That's what he did. He took the one that was the most aggressive. The other girl, Squeaky Will, gets the oil. You better be, you better be on it. She looked like the better one, but he took the single mother. You know, shout out to him. He took the freakiest, the nastiest one too, and uh, she going she gonna warm his. He going and I think he's younger. I think he's younger. He's nah, we vlogging. How old are you? Eternal. You real quick. She said, "How old are you?" I said, "How old is Everybody you?" She valid, bro. All right, and she even said, "How old is you?" Look at these schizoids. These schizoids ain't got no shame. All right, but uh, I'm telling you, ninja, if you ain't getting chose on, forget it. These days, man, they choosing. And they choosing together. All right. He going to run a train yang on them. Train yang. All right. They train yanging on him. They planning it. I'm eternal. I can fuck with an eternal. eternal. What's your stamina look like? What's your stamina look like? Ladies. Ladies, chill. Oh, my goodness. Where is it at? Chill, chill, Look at these hot pockets chill, out here. Chill, chill, chill. These hot pockets. Yeah, she's not 29 either. She's 32. And she has kids. I want to know what the girl behind her doing. Like, $2 Selena Gomez. Let's get her up. All right. What about Selena Gomez in the back? All right. Nobody likes Selena. Ninjas do not like no girls in shape, do they? You like your girls fat and sloppy. Saggy waggies and everything, don't you? What's Selena Gomez doing? All right. Look at her. All right. She is starving, too. She is starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. And you can tell she a single mother. She a single mother. She actually has two kids. That woman is definitely a single mother. So that's why she's super duper horny. Yeah, that brother's stuff. The other girl is in these streets already. In these streets. All right, but the but the bigger girl is a single mother, so she ready to get rolled. She just ready to get rolled. All she got to do is get the $2 Selena to do the babysitting. But Selena wanted too. Selena all over it. But this girl is so thirsty. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, she can't let $2 Selena get in there. And Selena like, damn. All right, here we go. What else they got? Don't play ooh, with me. Ooh, real nice, huh? She said, don't play with me. She got the nasty face on, too. Trying. Look at that. You know she nasty. Oh, that's nasty. You know she nasty. And the, uh, the other young girl can't even keep up. Look at the young girl. And she about to be chunky, too. There's the child here, but we're not going to talk about it. You see this here. You can't keep up. Don't play with me. You know she... Oh, look at all these kids. They got three kids in the basket. Mm. <laughs> right? What's your stamina look like? Don't play ooh, with me. Ooh, real nice, huh? What, what your this woman is a baby factory. And Ninja go take the easiest route. You could have got $2 Selena, and you're going to take the three-time single mother champion of the world. And not only that, you're going to put babies in her. You can tell she already got babies. She got, look at her nose. This woman's a baby factory. 
right? Anyway, she's a breeder. And the ninja gonna go right for the easy one. All right, Jesus. All right, and look at $2 Selena in the back. All right, here we go. Anyway, what else you looking for, bro? No, what else you, what else you too little to reach, man? Everything. What? Everything. Yeah, she nasty. She going. She leaking. And she soft and wet. Yeah, that brother's starving. She soft and wet. But again, guys, uh, just know, man, and uh, women that are, you know, like, I want men to approach me. Ladies, if you're watching me, the reason why, the re she already pregnant. She's pregnant right now. Yeah. The reason why men don't approach is because skeezers like this. I'm going to just let you know. Because these girls right here, for free ninjas, especially ninjas, because all ninjas got like two of these girls on call. On call. Like you can get her to show up right niggity now. And the reason why men don't approach you is because these women are draining ninjas' balls. That's why. Yeah, she nasty, right? Oh, that's nasty. And dudes don't have no more stamina because they be taking her to the woodshed. <laughs> right? They be taking her straight to the woodshed. She say, come on over. She be coming over, ready to go. Freshly showered, peace leave, nice and waxed. It still stank, though. And she be there with your joint rolled up. All right? She got your joint rolled up. All right, she got a couple of tapatio ready with the tacos. All right, she got some Kool-Aid ready to go. And dudes be taking, <laughs> dudes be taking this woman to the woodshed, draining balls. So that soon as he goes to Target after he leaves, because he going to leave her house. He ain't spending the night. All right, he got his black socks on, his, his, his boxers, just blowing her back out. And then he goes to Target. And then there was a nice fine piece of calico in the aisle waiting for her to get approached. Oh, he's going to approach me. He can't because he already out of stamina. <laughs> all right, he done. Because this woman done take, he done, she done took all his seed for rounds. Rounds. Mm. Rounds. All right, here we go. Let me tell y'all. Ladies, that's the secret. These girls are undercutting the market right now. These girls are undercutting you. Trust me, I know. Because I'd be like, okay, Monday and Tuesday. By Friday, I don't even want nothing. All right, anyway. All right, here we go. Look at her licking her lips. Boy, they thirsty out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. Licking lips. Take a look at her. Look at her. See? Look at her. Mm, mm. Take a look. Take a look. How she hitting them. Because you're about to get this number. Yeah. You funny, bro. Mucho yeah, she said, yeah, facts. and look at this ninja. Yeah, he going to be and look, he going to be like, well, she ain't my type and all. But, you know, he going to be he going to be waxing that ass like rain dance. That's a big come up. You know, that's a free that that's free punani for ninjas. All right. That's right up a ninja alley. All right. And she going to be, he going to be the third baby daddy. You just signed up. I get it for free, coach, because I got the mouthpiece. Women choose me. Women pay me. And that's the woman. Indeed. Niggas always gotta show they All right, muchacho. All right. Buenos dias. All right, let me see here. Let me take that down real quick. That straggle and sniggle theater. What else do we got here? Um, We got, uh, let's see here. Ari Spears. Ari Spears calls out the junior college. Aerie Spears, shout out to Aerie Spears. I actually met Aerie Spears once. All right. Um, he 
he don't remember, but I do. And uh, I remember I was selling cars in the San Fernando Valley. And um, I was selling cars at, a, cars at a Ford dealership. I did it only for a short period of time. But um, I'm standing out there on um, uh, Ventura Boulevard, and Ari Spears walks up. You know how many celebrities I saw on Ventura Boulevard? It's crazy. All right, it could be that could be a whole that could be a whole uh, whole uh, video. But anyway, Ari Spears walking down the street. I bump into him. I was like, "What's going on, man?" And he's he stayed and chopped it up with me for like thirty minutes. All right, he was talking to me. He was asking what was up and. I was talking about him, and I was like, yeah, you got a good TV series. And he wasn't, like, talking like he was rich. At the time, this had to be 20 years ago, he was talking like he was barely making it, right? He was talking like he was barely making it. So he was like, he wasn't talking that big boy shit. He was just like, man, I'm just trying to keep one foot in front of the other. All right, so shout out to Aerie Spears. Chopped it up. Um, he probably, he, you know, I'm sure he might have tuned into one of my videos here and there. And uh, so shout out to Ari Spears. So Ari Spears right here, fair use. He's doing a improv and um, he's actually calls out some girl at the junior college. All right. So let's go ahead and play it. Amber, are you really with him? Cause you want to be, <laughs> this feels like a kidnap. <laughs> you know how white guys do. <laughs> oh, your first date. Yeah. Don't get black now. You from Daddy's Texas. <laughs> All right. All right. So what you see here is a Dallas, Texas queen. She a queen. She got her wig done. She got her chocolatey caramel butterscotch skin going. But next to her, interesting. Who's next to her? Him, Daddy. Who's next to her? Looks looks suspicious. Okay, Daddy. Looks like Daddy's next to her. Him, Daddy. All right, let's see what happens here. Hey, Keith, when you fuck up, make sure you go, yeah! <laughs> you said what, sweetie? This Keith Sweat over here. He's Keith Sweat. <laughs> so it's your first date? All right. How old are you, sweetie? No, no, you're young, obviously. How old are you? Tell me. You're 24, and how are you, Keith? <laughs> you know, uh -oh. I'm starting to figure this shit out. Uh -oh. The fucking rent is due. Oh. Your rent's due, motherfucker. I know you, Coach Gang, Aries. I know you, Coach Gang, now. I know you, Coach Gang. That rent due. Tell them. Your rent's due, motherfucker. I know you, Coach Gang, in the building. All right. Yes, the rent is due, huh? She might be in a bind, and he might be trying to fix his dad bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. Yes. That straggle, 24 years old. Hello. <laughs> All right. She like, hey, 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 hey. I'm at the junior college. He, hey, 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 Shout out to that. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Yep, the rent's due. The Juco is litty. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah she hiding y'all she hiding what does that mean your rent's 
do, motherfucker? The, hey, the junior college is litty. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> Coach Aries Spears. Shout out to Aries, man. Look, we'll go, we'll do a collab. But he discovered that that junior college was for real, and she was in a bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. Oh, she in a bind. All right, let's see. Let's see her fixes that bind. All right, here we go. Amber, are you really with him because you want to be? This feels like a kidnap. You know how white guys do. Oh, your first date? Yeah, don't get black now. You from Dallas, Texas? <laughs> All right. Hey, Keith, when you fuck up, make sure you go, yeah. <laughs> you said what, sweetie? This Keith Sweat over here. He's Keith Sweat. Mm. <laughs> so it's your first date? All right. How old are you, sweetie? No, no, you're young, obviously. How old are you? Tell me. You're 24, and how old are you, Keith? Uh-oh. You know... Oh, man. I'm starting to figure this shit out. The fucking rent is due. Oh, man. Yeah, look, look. Caught, caught in 4K. Caught in 4K. Nate. I'm in a bind, Nate. Is that you, Nate? Your rent's due, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, Woo-wee! Yep. He there at the JUCO. Let him get his JUCO in. We don't want to call you out, but... Get your... Hey, get your JUCO on. She a nice piece of calico, too. She a nice piece of calico. All right. She out there with her white wolf. Get up out there out here. Okay, daddy. Woo! She gonna be dropping neck, and it's gonna smell like barbecue. It's barbecue in there. <laughs> Somebody said, this is a real thing. Dude, what did I tell you, man? I've been telling you the Juco Ben Liddy. People don't believe me. This is why we have CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. When we tell you that this is real, when we tell you the Juco, anybody that knows, everybody knows the Juco is Liddy right now. All right? The, that game, that game shit. And when we talk about this, when we get to the – um the story about this Michigan State coach, this ninja could have had him several JUCOs for $80 million. The JUCO, it's where it's at. All right, people don't get it. They're like, no, nah, man, that's tricky, coach. No. Nah. The JUCO is where it's at out here. It's barbecue in there. <laughs> and somebody said it was been all like that because we just never noticed it. It's always been like that. You're absolutely right. It's always been like that. But now, just for me, yo, I'm telling you, the JUCO is where it's at. It's barbecue in there. All right, uh, we do have another video, but I got to switch over to another browser because, um, let's see here. Let's see if I can pull this up. Nope, that's not what I want to pull up. So JUCO is in real life. CoachGregAdams.Locals.com, and don't come over there with your feelings hurt because the JUCO over there will have your feelings hurt. All right, so the next one is a game ninja. Let's go ahead and take you to this despicable creature here. We, this is what we advise you not to do. So a man follows woman to her car and tries to get in after she turns him down. All right, so let's play this. This is what's goofy out here. A camera. That's right. Somebody come get their uh, family member. That's right. Following me. That's right. <laughs> yep, bye. That's 
you're not getting in my car. Look, look, look. You tripping. You tripping. Don't, no, don't, no. You're not getting in my car. Unlock my door, but you rush to my passenger. You're not getting in my car. Sorry. Yep, you are on camera. She can't trust the most no. trustworthy nigga. I already told you, I'm not single. So she I don't know why nobody. you following me. I'm, I'm a, look, I even help bitches that's drunk. I don't even rob drunk bitches. I'm cute. You can me around my car. Me. I'm trying to get in. He ran straight to the passenger side. Can you get away from my door so I can get in my car though? I don't even know you. Hey, delete that camera. I'll grab that phone from you and break it. Wow, this yeah, that brother's starving. Mouthpiece ninjas. So now he's threatening her. This is what I tell you, man. Stop. This is terrible. And then what do I tell you? They gonna grab the phone and record you. It's the minute you get creepy. And you know what? All these witnesses out here. Fuck about them niggas. Look. Delete that on camera. Please. Well, can you get away from my car? Yeah, but delete that. Yeah, right. I'll delete it as soon as I see you start walking that way. Cause for my safety, you just followed me around this store. And then you following me to my car. So actually, I'm going to go back to the store because you are out of line right now. Let's walk back to the store. And you're not going to. You can delete the camera. First of all, you're going to get away from me. Yeah. Get away from me. Cold. Look at this ninja. Cold approach ass ninja right here. Look. I'm waiting for you to delete that shit. I'm wait oh my God. Nigga, ain't nobody making no money. First of all, do it look like I need to make some money off you? Yes. No, I don't. Look like you need to make some money off of me. No, it's not. That's why you. What? Can y'all call 911? For real. Can y'all call 911? This guy just followed me around the store and he just. Mm -mm. And he tried to follow me to my car and get in my car. Oh my God. That is terrible. My goodness, guys. We don't advise you to take this course of action in pursuit of no, no woman. No woman even. Dude, there's no woman that even deserves that much attention. There's no woman that even deserves that much attention. Like, why are you? And then once you put yourself in bad order, don't be trying to get her to delete the footage because you look like a fool. All right, a starving-ass fool like that. Yeah, that brother's starving. Starving-ass fool. All right, uh, somebody's going to tell him he needs to work on his game. All right, he definitely needs to work on his game. Absolutely trash behavior. We tell you, men, it ain't, that, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it at all. All right, let me get to some Super Chats. That was Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky, come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Ride. And somebody says she be below mid. That's not, let's not even talk about that. Now, versus the girl from Dallas, Texas, out there with her sugar daddy, right? Okay, daddy. Look at the girl that's out there at the Juco, and you got the straight up transaction, and you got that mid chick that you chasing around the car. I'm telling you, man, y'all ninjas don't realize, man, you be dealing with some low-quality women, more than likely. And it's not just looks. It's a lot of other things. Shout-out to Managing Life's Risks. Managing Life's Risk. Shout-out to you. Thank you, sir. Hodge says, during the dog clip, the background music should have been DMX's, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Indeed, DMW says, mace that ninja. Please mace that ninja. Pepper spray the sh out of that ninja. Unbelievable, man. That's actually trash, atrocious behavior, man. Look, we don't want none of that. We don't want none of you guys to go out like that. Please don't. Uh, cold approach ass ninjas. Yeah, man. Just sad. Just sad. 
All right, we don't want you to do that. And there's nothing to prove. No, nah, man, but I'll show you, man. It's a numbers game. No, <laughs> no. Shout out to Miles says, Coach, one of the things that America has done uh, was creating, one of the good things America has done was creating the middle class in the 50s when only men worked in America invested in the middle class. It somewhat contained women's 80-20 rule. Now with socialism, it will overcorrect into the 90-10 rule with the shrinking middle class, and it will. It will. Uh, we're seeing the 90-10 the rule, and uh, forgive me, there's a content creator that was making videos. I think his name is Lonnie that I featured on my show. And he was one of the first people that talked about the 80-20 going to the 90-10. And he's a younger guy. I think he was just out of college. He's, he still makes content, but I haven't seen many of his videos suggested to me. But um, anyway, the 90-10 rule is in effect. All right, there's, without a doubt. Now, when you go into the real world, you're going to see people coupled up. And you, you're going to see people doing standard shit, right? So don't let that, don't let that throw you off, right? Because then you're going to go, no, I see people coupling up. I see, but no, there's more single women in the history of the world than ever in the history of the United States, right? And there's people in and out of relationships all day long. And what women really want just because they're in a relationship doesn't mean that's the guy they want. That's the guy that they got for now, okay? But women are aiming for a top tier men. This is universal. I know. People are like, no, that's just on the internet. No, no. And people say it's 95.5 now. There's a segment of men. Yeah, Lonnie Spence, people said his red pill daily, but I think he goes by Lonnie Spence now. Shout out to him. And um, if, you're, if you're not in college, if you're not in that demographic of 25 and under, you're not going to see it. Okay? You're not seeing it. So, you're 40, 45, 38. You're not going to see it like a person that's in college. You're going to remember how hard it was for you in college just to get a little stank on your finger, right? It was hard during my days to get female attention. It, you had to work for it. Today, for people who are 25 and younger, it's tough out there. It's tough. So they're seeing it like, 90 90 10 rule 95 5 rule and trust me because i'm putting fingertips on girls in that age group yes i'm a metaphile i'm putting fingertips easily on girls in that age group so and i'm not even active out here like i'll be in the crib all day right i ain't even trying to do nothing i ain't going outside like it's easy to put fingertips on them right now so i can only imagine for these younger dudes out here it is unbelievable, right? Like, so, you know, they're dealing with this. And again, we always have to remember when we're talking about these things, dating, marriage, it's not for me, all right? It's not for me and my age, right? So people have to, for, people have to remember that because I see a lot of people saying, these young dudes just need to go touch grass. They need to go outside. I, I get it. I understand. When I'm talking about relationships, I'm not, unless I'm talking about marriage and divorce, I'm not talking about 47-year-old me out in the field. I'm not talking about that. I, I can understand and understand what men go through, and I can share these stories without talking about me. I'm 47. I'm not at the club. I'm not out looking for girls. I'm not single. I'm, you know, I'm not lacking sexual experience like these young dudes are. My testosterone is up. You know, younger dude with time on his hands, they be struggling out here. 
struggling. It's bad. So uh, you got to think for them to get selected today at 18, 19, 20, probably a little younger than that, 17, 16, going into 24, 25, that shit got to be feeling like 80, 20, 90, 10. With the women in their age group, that shit got to be terrible odds, right? It shit got to be terrible odds. It's unbelievable. Like, we had way better odds back in our day. All right, today odds, today's odds got to be atrocious. Anyway, anyway, and anybody that said it was easy for them, they lying. They lying. <laughs> they lying. Nobody has it. Nobody has it easy. Do people have it better? Sure. Nobody has it easy. All right. Back in our back in the day, in the old days, and you had to go up, talk to the bitch. You couldn't do no wingmaning. You couldn't do no I'm a sliding or DMs. You had to go up and open your mouth. So, yes, everybody that got some punani before the year 2004 obviously opened their mouth. You had to have a mouthpiece or you was going to get Nathan. Right? You weren't going to get a damn thing. And I was completely fine. But what, what I'm telling guys is even when you did well, it was hard. Even, when you did, even if you did well in the 90s and the 2000s, the early 2000s, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. It was an uphill battle no matter what. So guys that say it was easy for them, they lying. All right, they lying. It, just, it was an uphill battle, and it was competitive and all of that shit. So anyway, anyway. But it was much easier than it was today. It was much easier compared to what y'all got to deal with. All right. Um. Anyway, Miles says, Coach, I, I got you already. So he was saying the middle class. Uh, yeah, since the middle class is gone, you're having more women wanting more out of life. I wanted to show you this cartoon. That's what I was going to show you. I got a couple things to show you. Let me clear up these super chats. Then I'm going to show you, remind me to show you the cartoon that was shared on Locals. Okay. Uh, he says right here, let's see here. JC says, Coach Aaron Rodgers went out the first two minutes of the game. Back. Oh, no. There's no way. Aaron Rodgers injured. Aaron Rodgers is injured. What did he go out with? He says the backup is struggling. Funny thing, I saw a sign on the Jets wall that said Green Bay of the East. No way. I hope he comes back. That would be, he got carted off? Oh, hell no. There ain't no way. There's no way. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? No, 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 no. Duped. Helped off the field. It looks like he got hit in the knee. That would be the ankle injury. High ankle sprain. Okay, I hope. I hope it's not a knee. All right, he done for the night. First series. Damn. Hey, mm. hey, we was just talking about the Jets. on the. Uh, we, we talked about it on the sports show today. Them Jets fans was talking shit, too. I can't wait to get back on this weekend. Unbelievable. Shout out to Brown 310. Shout out to the coach and the coach gang. Raider Nation for life. Shout out to the. Shout out to the first place Las Vegas Raiders. All right. Because you know what time it is. And I don't want to hear a damn thing. First place. 
All right, where are we at here? That is unreal, man. That I feel bad for people like that. Zach Wilson, I know. Yo, the next week's uh next week uh, hard knock is gonna be crazy. The Jets are cursed. They're the they're the Clippers of the basket. We were just talking. Hey, if you were on my show on the sports show, we just said the Jets are like the Clippers and the um the of the Chargers of the of the East. They're the Los Angeles Chargers of the East. We were just talking about that. And we were just talking about data clippers of the <laughs> NFL. Oh, just ended the season. Jets. Yo. That is unreal. Unbelievable. I hope it's not. I hope it's not true, though. I hope he can bounce back. I don't like to see players injured. Um, even if I'm playing against them, I don't want to see them injured. Now, if something happens, that's that's up to the Lord. And that's up to the Lord. Shout out to Larry says game ninjas are sugar pilled. Give them the prices wrong. Sugar pilled. All right. Shout out to them game ninjas out there. All right. Let me see if I can find this video of, um, let me see if I can find this video that I wanted to show you earlier today about how dudes get duped into situations. Let me see if I can find it again. I thought I had it ready to go. I might've moved it already trying to, Trying to save it up. Okay, now I can't find it. Right. Hold on for a second. Let me minimize this. See if I can find it over here. I, I, you know what? You know what's funny? I probably moved it thinking I could find it over here. Now I done moved the damn thing. Can't find it. Let me see if it's on this one. Nope. That's unreal. All right, but uh, let's see if I can pull it up over here. I want to show you how, you know, they set us up. The media in the world has set us up to be big old fat gumps. Yeah, I moved it. Oh, nope, I found it. Finally, I was about to say, man, I was about to give up. Never give up, gentlemen. Never give up. All right, minimizing screens. All right, watch this Woody Woodpecker. Who remembers Woody Woodpecker? <laughs> All right, who remembers Woody Woodpecker? So, uh... Classic cartoon, uh, fair use. This is how they used to get us gumping right here. This is how they got us gumping. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, you know. In these streets. Not even, uh... Not even uh, the the Native Americans. Not even they can do it out there. They starving. They looking like this. Like what? Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. <laughs> All it takes, you minding your own business, and here come the piece of calico, Pocahontas, and she probably was young at this video right here. Here it comes. Jesus. Take a look. Take a look. They was trying to tell us back then that these women out for your pockets. Now watch this. Let me rewind it. Let me rewind it because you missed it. They was trying to tell us what this was about. Now look, women ain't worried about men. What they worried about? Stuff. Women aren't worried about men. They worried about stuff. But they need stuff, so they need men. All right, so check it out right here. Plotting. 
plotting. Oh, I need stuff. I need a dress. I need a headdress. I need a little, little dress. <laughs> suckers. You men, suckers. Suckers. That's what you are, ninjas. All right. But I'm getting it for free, coach. Yep, sucker. She ready for the finesse. Little woodpecker, buy me bonnet. Mm. I'm sorry I'm pausing that. I've just got to show you for effect. Oh, Woody Woodpecker, buy me bonnet? Uh-huh. And what? What is she doing? Look at my lifted bosom. All right, she out here plotting. Your rent's due, motherfucker. She in the bind. Buy me a bonnet? And she got her titties. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and look at this ninja. He looking in his pocket, talking about he got the mouthpiece. Here we go. Oh. Shut that door. Oh. Damn, he said, he said. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Woody Woodpecker said he broke. And this ninja laughing. Uh, Dirty Mac ninja over here laughing. Keep big brave by me, Bonnet. Damn, she went to the next ninja. She went to the next guy that fast. You told her you was broke. And she said, well, guess that puts you out of the running. And went to the next ninja. It ain't yours. It's just your turn. Pocahontas is a straight up schizoid. All right. In these streets. So she like, oh, do you got some money? Damn, he ain't got none. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Yep, she done went to the next ditch. Oh, you ain't got no money neither? I got them lumber. Broke ninjas, cheapskate. Look how she looking at these ninjas now. Look how she looking at you. You ninjas ain't shit. <laughs> right? You ain't shit ninjas. Oh, she gone. Look at these ninjas. Heartbroken. Uh-oh. Oh, look at them. Uh-oh. Now, of course, they gonna fight over the bitch. This is what happens when you ain't got no money. Now they about to fight over the woman. When I told you this, this is unhealthy male competition. Unhealthy male competition is dirty macking, running game, all right, trying to steal another dude's woman, right? This is all unhealthy. Now it's death by simp. Now the first thing he tried to do was chop this ninja head off, <laughs> right? This. All right, you ain't got the mouthpiece, so I'm about to chop your head off. Now, now they're going to fight over the woman. This is crazy. Killing each other for that Pocahontas Punani. All right. All right. And guess what? The ninja going to get a. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Look at this ninja. Oh, man. These ninjas. Watch this. All right. I got to show y'all. Hold on for a second. He tried to take his head off. Let me see if I can find it. Hold on for a second. Yeah, we going death by simp now. So now let me see if I can pull it up here. Here, here we go right here. So now he done got the gift. 
Look, look, look at this zip ass bitch. Huh? Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, no video. My bad. No video. Now y'all going to kill each other. Let me let me pull it up for y'all. My bad on the video. Here we go. Look. Look at you ninjas. But she thick. <laughs> Yeah, and of course the red pill, right? Red pill, y'all. Red pill. Look, look at what blue pills be out here. The blue pill ninjas be doing. They. This is what happens. I'm telling you, unhealthy male competition. And any dudes that are blue pill that be mad about my show, they're they're those guys. They like, I gotta take him down. They always go after me, and I ain't messing with your girl. <laughs> it's crazy. They go delete each other. <laughs> oh, the video is up. Okay, good lord. Man, I'm definitely going to get a copyright. I'm going to get a copyright. But guys, when we was young kids, they told us a long time ago about these about these 304s. They told y'all ninjas. In these streets. Oh, man. Try to delete ninjas to get to the Punani. All right, let's take you to Bernie Mac. And then we're going to get into the main event, I believe, or closer. Bernie Mac, right here. Guys, Listen to this clip, especially if you're Boyce Watkins, Dr. Umar, a lot of brothers that think, you know, we're going to rise up together. Listen to what Bernie Mac said. Rest in peace to Bernie Mac. Listen to what he said. Uh, this is great. Uh, let's play it. You know, and I was with a Mexican guy and a white guy. And I said, man, I want to go to heaven. He said, God, right down the road. I said, well, how far? He said, just a half a mile. He said, but your name ain't on the list, Bernie. You know your name ain't on the goddamn list. I said, well, wait a minute, man. I said, I'm going to try. He said, well, you got one more chance to make it. If you can go down there and you ask the Lord a question and he can't answer it, you might get into heaven. Now, what's for something to the Lord? He looked at me. He looked up. He looked down. He said, mm. Open the gate. I walked on in. The white guy said, that's bullshit, man. How the fuck did he get in there? It's bullshit. He said, hey, father, what did the black guy ask you? He asked me, when was black people ever going to stick together? You know? <laughs> I don't know if you caught that, but I love that. <laughs> it's hard to catch it. I'll play it again. I'll play it again. All right. You know, he had one more chance to get into heaven. And if he can ask God a question and God didn't have the answer, he got into heaven. Mm, mm, mm. I love that. And there you go. It ain't never going to happen. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. Not even God knows. <laughs> you know, and I was with a Mexican guy and a white guy. And I said, man, I want to go to heaven. He said, God, right down the road. I said, well, how far? I said, just a half a mile. He said, but your name ain't on the list, Bernie. You know your name ain't on the goddamn list. I said, well, wait a minute, man. I said, I'm going to try. He said, well, you got one more chance to make it. 
If you can go down there and you ask the Lord a question and he can't answer it, you might get into heaven. Now, what's for something to the Lord? He looked at me. He looked up. He looked down. He said, mm. Open the gate! <laughs> I walked on in. The white guy said, that's bullshit, man. How the fuck did he get in there? That's bullshit. He said, hey, father, what did the black guy ask you? He asked me, when was black people ever going to stick together? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And here's the thing. Somebody asked a great question. Do any people stick together? Mm, most of the time, no. But for some reason in the black community, the idea is if we stick together, things will be better. But I don't agree. I don't agree with that. What we need is segregation between in between the race. In between the race itself, we need to weed out the weak. All right. Or you can actually uplift the weak and weed out the, the victors. Weed out the people who are doing good. Either way, that's the only way. All right, uh, let me see here. We got a sponsorship. Let's get to you real quick. I'm rich, He says, this is JC. Coach, you killing me with the Woody Woodpecker. I'm at a play with my new Blazian, and I ain't paying attention to that ish, watching football and your stream back and forth. Shout out to the Great Beard Ninjas, and shout out to you with your Blazian. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is about Blazians, but they be... Mm. They be scrumptious. They scrumptious looking. They definitely look. It is what it is. All right. Uh, let's see here. Let me check a couple more. Then we're going to get in. Cash app kind of dry. <laughs> right. Cash app kind of dry. Yeah. Super dry. What y'all ninjas doing? Is cash app down? Is it broke? All right. Here we go right here. He says Yiddish people stick together. Well, I mean, there's a reason why. <laughs> right. There's a, there, there's a reason why. I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't say that. I mean, they fresh off of a mad massacre, you know what I mean, the last 80 years. So they like, that shit ain't going to happen again. Unfortunately, <laughs> in America, we don't have that same mindset. We don't have that same mindset. And there's another reason too, but I can't say. New, 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 new world order. All right, there's another reason, but I'm not going to get into that. But they were like, What's not going to happen again, right, is that shit. All right, but anyway, let's get to the show. And uh, let's show you uh, this one right here. We're going to almost get to the main event. Steven Spielberg, shout out to you fathers out here. Uh, fathers, it's a tough world. Steven Spielberg's daughter, Steven Spielberg embarrassed by daughter's adult film career, not how she was raised. Steven Spielberg and his wife, Kate Capshaw, are reportedly embarrassed by their daughter's decision to enter into a career career in adult film industry. So I could focus on my career. Okay, interesting. Spielberg, speaking of you, speaking of these. I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't say that. All right, Spielberg, 75, and his wife, 68, are reportedly embarrassed by their 26-year-old daughter, Michaela's decision to enter into an adult film career. A source close to the Spielberg family revealed on Fox Snooze in 2020 that the parents were unhappy about the decision. I'm not happy. <laughs> All right, and this was in 2022. This article came out in 2022. And it says right here, they said that the parents are outwardly the most evolved parents in the world, and they try to be understanding 
as possible. However, they found themselves embarrassed by her entree into the world of adult film. The insider awkwardly said awkwardly, Stephen and Kate, who are the most evolved parents in the world and love their kids beyond all measure, have always been supportive of Michaela and try to understand her. I do believe she's adopted. Obviously, though, they're embarrassed by her sudden public admission of entering into the sex worker field. In these streets. Right? Uh, there it is. Uh, where is she at here? What, what, what are these? Okay. Nothing can hurt Steven Spielberg's immaculate recept, uh, reputation, nor Kate. But they're worried about how Michaela's revelation looks for their other kids who are trying to be supportive, but who are also embarrassed. They certainly isn't how we raise Michaela. She previously spoke to the son, quote, I don't want to do videos outside of solo stuff because I feel like it would be a violation of my boundaries and my relationship with my significant other. I'm doing this not out of an urge to hurt anybody or to be spiteful about it. I'm doing this because I want to honor my body in the most lucrative uh, in the most way, in a way that is lucrative. What? Wow. She said that. Holy shit. Trying. So lucrative. So this is the field she took to get honor her body in a way that's lucrative. Wow. She definitely in these streets. There goes Steven Spielberg. Look at his face. Look at the pain on his face. Mm. Look at the pain on his face. He's like, oh, the humanity. All right. Let's now let's tell you how this worked out for her. Didn't work out very well. Uh, it says right here, this is current. September. Current. All right, I should put this banner up, but I missed the opportunity to. All right, here it is right here. Spielberg's daughter, her prawn life. Spielberg's daughter blames platform after failing in the online adult entertainment business. Jesus. And there's the daughter there. I think she's adopted. She definitely looks black. All right. She looks like she's definitely got some African-American in her, but she does look like she has a blonde wig on. I can't tell. The daughter of Spielberg, who reportedly embarrassed him by ditching a life of filmography opportunities so she could be a sex worker, has ditched her libertine lifestyle because it turned out, it turned out about the way her dad expected. So here she comes. Right back to her father after embarrassing. <laughs> Ladies, I'm telling y'all, this shit is real. This shit is real. She failed, and now she's back after getting skeeted on. Trangang's run. Trangang. She running back. Yeah, this is not his biological daughter. This is definitely a, an adoption. The dreidel spun out. That dreidel spun out. That dreidel spun out and emptied out. Wow. Wow. What? Yeah, bruh. I'm telling you, man. Hey, listen, if you, you know, if you had your daughters that are a little bit um, estranged from you, don't worry, Ninja. She coming back. She coming back. She, if you're a, if you're a father, she coming back. All right. Like they think they know, but they don't know. It's a long life. Life is rough out here. But she already gave that punani up, been banged out. Yeah, that'll happen. Got facial skeeted, and now she coming back, peace leaves, thanking. Oh, man. It says right here, Michaela George Spielberg, the adopted child of the man known for films such as E.T., 
saving private Ryan or saving Ryan's privates and others is calling it quits on her OnlyFans career. Oh my God. God damn. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am oh sexy. shit. Life comes at women full speed. Life comes at you fast, ladies. Life comes at you fast. Not even Spielberg. Dude, she had a leg up. Well, two legs up on the competition. She had all the funding and still could not pull that shit off. Lord. Calling it quits on her OnlyFans career after she realized it wasn't bringing in the money she thought it would. Quote, the other platform where I was working, and I won't say the name because it's not my place to say too much about it. There was, a, there was too much theft and not enough care for performers or regulation or legal safety, she said. She reportedly now plans to become an artist. According to the Daily Star, the director's daughter was the subject of controversy several times over the past few years, ranging from her prom career to dating a man 27 years her senior and uh, being arrested for domestic violence. God damn, boy. You got to let your daughter come back. She going to be roughed up. She going to be roughed up. Damn. Prong career, dating an older man, being arrested for domestic violence. She sure kicked off life. Ironically, the older man, known as Chuck Pankaw, who is now 54, was rather supportive of her when she went into her journey into adult film. Wow. Now, what was she thinking? Take a look at her face. Take a look at her face. What in the hell was she thinking? Who in the hell told her that she was going to make it big doing prawn? Take a look at this woman. She is not a looker. She's actually awkward looking. And I'm just saying this because this is her business. Somebody... Somebody, hey man, are you taking your daughter back after this particular collapse? Well, it was a little weird at first when she was telling me what she wanted to do. I thought it was a little unusual. A conversation we had, I asked, but I feel um, you have so much more to offer to the world than tits and ass. And she looked at me and said, well, why not both? So I couldn't really argue with that. Arrested in 2020 for allegedly throwing objects at her older boyfriend during an argument. The arrest took place in Nashville. Spielberg, Stephen, were reportedly quite unhappy when his daughter went into prawn, uh, though Michaela defended her precision, decision and claimed her parents were supportive. Oh, man, boy. Being a dad is tough. Being a dad is tough. Being a dad is awesome. All right, you guys got to watch out out here. Well, let's not further. Well, we do want to deliberate a little bit more. And uh, let's talk about this. We're going to get to the main event. I know, man. It's been a long journey. What women hate about men. All right, so I'm going to let you guys talk about this. What do you guys think that women hate about men the most? What do you think that women hate about men the most? I'll ask this question before we play the video. And I'll do a couple super chats because I know the cash app went from not dry to 
that went from dry to not dry. So shout out to these three brothers. I appreciate y'all. Shout out to Rod Mill, and that is a sponsorship. Where is it at? Where is it at? He says, fellas, in Panama City, Panama, talking about CGA. Shout out to Panama out there. Indeed. Shout out to Kevin says, just purchase your book, The Evolution. Shout out to Kevin T. Appreciate the support and enjoy the read. All right. Jarvis W. says he's definitely the black sheep of the family. Or is it she's definitely the black sheep of the family? All right, Poe thing on the chicken wing. All right, this woman out here is giving Punani. All right, and by the way, for those who want to answer what do women hate the most about men, it will be quite apparent once you hear it, but think of what black women, now let's say what black women don't like about men. What do you think black women don't like about men? All right, Michael says, Many will hear the calling. Few will earn the title. That's the U.S. Marines motto. The few, the proud, the Marines. Coach, what are your opinions on the passport, bros? I say go wherever you're welcome. Go wherever you're accepted. Now, if you are getting chicks that you can get over here, right? You can go to Gardena, Garden Grove, Westminster. I know it's a little bit tough. Save save the money because I'm getting the same. (laughs) I'll just play it. Enjoy yourself. I've been gone and traveled to many, many countries. I'm in the teens, the teenage. I'm in the teenagers, meaning that I've been to in the teens of countries. And everywhere I've gone in countries, I got some punani. So I say, been around the world and I, yai, yai. All right, yes. Go on and get you some out there. And if you find you a wife, go out there. But if you were on the Money Mindset stream last night, you know exactly why I tell you to travel. All right, Salvador says, loving the sports content, coach. I use your insight for small talk at work. Shout out to you. I'm going to put more sports content out as well. And everything I'm doing is for free. Really not monetized yet. Now, let's go back. I know a certain a couple of people said they didn't care what women didn't like, but not so fast. You'll care because it's exactly what I teach you. Watch this. This is a couple of women saying what they don't like about men. It is going to ring true right here. Okay, let's go ahead and pump up the volume. It's going to, now you're going to understand why you should care because it's going to all make sense. And then I hate a man who know they work because that just is aggravating. Ladies, don't kill me for this, but women hate for a man to know his word. We don't like that shit. Nick come around thinking he know his worth. Oh, he too good for this. He too good for that. A man that know his worth ain't gonna let us play with him. And I don't like that. I, me personally, I don't like that. Nigga, I need you to come around not knowing shit. I don't like men who like know that worth. Like, <laughs> I hate y'all. I hate men who know that worth. They be like, I don't gotta deal with girl shit. As a woman, dealing with a man who knows his worth is literally like the most like humbling experience ever because he will literally cut your ass off. is always telling women, know your worth, know your worth, know your worth. But we act like men aren't supposed to know their worth. And people take issue when a man knows his worth. <laughs> My man said passport bro right there. Uh, guys, I've been trying to tell y'all, when men have direction, when they're stable and they can't be swayed that easily, 
when you put out rules and instruction, when you have leverage and options, can't do nothing with you. And you will find that for some reason, you might think is women don't deal with you because you're ugly, you're short, you're goofy. That might be true. But most of it has to do with they cannot manipulate you. When you are honest about manipulation, some will try. Some will try to see if you will fall for some easy bullshit and be swayed. All right. Just as we showed that young man in the grocery store right here. Right. This guy's easily manipulated. All she has to do is put her fat muff right near him. All right. And that's it. All she has to do is lick her lips. Where is it at? Right here. This. Real nice. Anyway, what else you looking for, bro? No, what else? You, what else you too little to reach, man? Everything. What? Everything. Mm. Look at it. Look. See that right there? That guy right there? She know he weak. She's like, I got this ninja. I got him. I'll just drain his. I got him. All right. But when you tell women like that, no, 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 no. I, yeah, you start block. They don't know what to do with you. And that guy clearly is going to say, oh, I know my worth, but he's going to keep banging at that. That's going to lower your self-esteem. And she's going to look at you as less than because she knows she's less than. She knows she's less than. And she knows you're going for it. She ain't got no respect for you. You'll find that she's going to cheat on you before you cheat on her. All right, you're going to cheat on her. She's going to cheat on you before. So when you know your worth, you're hard to manipulate. When you ain't starving, you're hard to manipulate. When you make her work for your attention, you're harder to manipulate. But if you're just giving her attention, free validation, I got the mouthpiece, she knows she can manipulate the shit out of you. She's like, oh, you giving a person like me, it's a, okay, you're going to treat me like, I got you. Got you. When you know your worth, this is why it was important. Some guys tried to say, who cares? Nah, the message is in the details. The devil's in the details. I know it's easy to say who cares. But the devil is in the details. When you know your worth, it bothers not just these drags, but it bothers all women. They don't know what they can. They don't know what to do with you. Like, and then I hate a man who know they worth because that just is aggravating. Ladies, don't kill me for this, but women hate for a man to know his worth. We don't like that shit. Nigga come around thinking he know his worth. Oh, he too good for this. He too good for that. A man that know his worth ain't going to let us play with him. And Remember, coochie games. What do you do? What kind of coochie games can you play with a man who has options? Nothing. What works on a man who has options? Nothing. Remember that, coochie games? Oh, coochie game this. Coochie game that. And then the woman was like, well, what works on the man who has options? Nothing. Again, leverage and options is everything. This is why we want to get you to. And if you show any hate towards women, that's not leverage and options. That shows you can be manipulated. That shows you're not ready. All right, that means you can get triggered. Kill me for this, but women hate for a man to know his worth. We don't like that shit. Nick come around thinking he know his worth. Oh, he too good for this. He too good for that. A man that know his worth ain't going to let us play with him. And I don't like that. I, me personally, I don't like that. Nigga, I need you to come around not knowing shit. I don't like men. I need you to come around not knowing shit. Do you hear this? And this is when I tell you women manipulate. I Trust me, they all have this understanding. 
some more than others, but they have this understanding. There's no confusion. She needs you to come around. As I say, she needs you to be stupid. She needs you to be stupid. Anyway, all right, that's crazy. This is unbelievable, but you guys got to understand, man. This is the God's honest truth I'm giving you. And a lot of you guys are what? Trying to take shortcuts. A lot of you guys are taking the shortcuts. I'm telling you the long cut. It's no shortcuts. There's nobody coming to save you, right? How do you make a female work for your attention is the question. Well, that comes through knowing your worth, that you have shit to stand behind. You have shit to stand on. They know who has shit and who ain't got shit. They know who's desperate. Tom Likas used to call the smell of desperation. Tom Likas used to describe it as the stench and smell of desperation. People who are desperate probably don't have nothing to lose when we're going to talk about this, or they don't know what they have to lose. So when you come around, they can smell the stench of desperation on you. They know a desperate ninja, and they know by who they're talking to because they know they know where they are in the totem pole. If I'm the min- in the middle of Inglewood trying to pick up, them bitches know they ain't shit. Not compared to no women out in in another area. So they know if you out here with the stench of desperation, what could you possibly have? All right. It is absolutely crazy, but uh, a lot of guys are trying to figure this out. Okay. Um, I'll tell you about my, 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 what I call my gentleman's layer. Dude, when, when women come here, there's nothing. I mean, I've only had one woman come in here and be like, well, your backyard's boring. All right. In her mind, she's 24. She thinks she knows what I need in my backyard. Other than that, when they come through here, there's nothing that's lacking or missing. There's no gaps. Everything's laid out. I got furniture, nice, everything. There's nothing that they'd be like, you need this, you need that. They come here and they'd be like, oh, okay, this ninja got his shit together. Right? Everything's clean. Everything's put away. Towel in it. Everything's folded. Bed is made. They go to the closet. They be like, <laughs> wow, you got a nice closet. Everything's hung up. In essence, I don't need you, bitch. You complimentary in here. But when you come to, when you go to, when they go to your place and they look at your shit and they like, mm, they know you ain't got your shit together. And then they know as a result that you don't know your worth <laughs> at all. All right, at all. They come in here, they be like, damn. All right, oh, hey, oh, oh, okay, okay. It's crazy. They like, all I am is just, fit. yep, the dishes is all washed, put away. They like, oh, oh, oh. All right, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Uh, Spanish leader here, Spanish leader of the Soccer Federation. Check out this story. We're going to talk about guys fumbling the bag now let's get to the main event all right i know all right let's get to the main event spanish soccer leader and then we'll talk about the football coach from michigan state spanish soccer leader been accused of sexual harassment this was after the world cup victory by spain after the united states got ejected thank god for those lazy liberal feminists and some of them reading rainbow getting put out the tournament All right, but uh, after Spain's Women's World Cup team won the World Cup, 
the chief of the soccer federation, is seen celebrating with the women. All right, you see him here. This is him right here. Talk about men fumbling the bag. In his excitement and enthusiasm and his exuberance, he's putting his lips on on these women. Now, some of these women are reading Rainbow. We already know that. That's just female athletes in general. But at least they still look feminine. Also in the culture of Spain, this is what people aren't understanding. Culturally, Spanish people, Spain, these they might have a tradition. This is what they he tried to explain of kissing and hugging, touching. They're not, I mean, you know, Barcelona is quite liberal. They do have a lot of feminism there. And same as it's kind of like, uh, it's like Brazil. There's a lot of spark of feminism there. They're not all the way where America is, but they have some crazy stuff going on in Barcelona. Shout out to Barca. All right. But here he is putting his lips on cheeks. And apparently in this photo, he putting lips Take a look at this. Take a look at this. He's kissing her, grabbing her face, and of course he's happy. They they weren't supposed to win the tournament. So they're all excited. <laughs> this ninja put a kiss on the lips. Now again, there's some cultures, especially Middle Eastern cultures. You can put kisses on lips. I don't know, maybe not your not somebody's not your wife, but there are some people who greet like this. But uh, he's, this, this kiss, is, he's super excited about this. But they're going to say it was consensual, right? He says this was a consensual kiss. All right, now I do want to show you some evidence. I do want to show you some things here, which I can't play it because the BBC, shout out to the BBC. The BBC will put a copyright on us, but <laughs> these photos, man, these photos. Here's a photo of the same gentleman here. Oh, my goodness, Lord. Oh, the humanity. By the way, man, I will sling that thing across my shoulders. This is how I carry girls to my bed. All right. This is allegedly the same guy. I don't know the context of the photo, but this seems to be around the same time. I'm not sure. <laughs> but, dude, she nice, too. She thick, too. All right. But, uh, yeah, this is allegedly the same guy getting very handsy with the gals. And, of course, I've coached women's athletics for almost two decades. Probably, this is definitely something that I would not do with my players. Or even if I was an administrator. This is over the line. Okay. This is over the line. He's definitely crossing the line. Like, in America, we wouldn't do anything like this. Like, the head of the soccer federation would not grab a female athlete like this. All right. So, let's just be honest and frank about that. All right. So, uh, it says right here, FIFA suspends him, and but he refused to resign. All right, here's another photo right here. He refused to resign. He says, no, I did nothing wrong. Okay, but he does have several other videos of him uh, that shows him kissing other administrators and players, and he says it's a common greeting. All right, now, where is the other video? I can't show the video. I can't play it straight through, so I'm going to just play it like this. All right, so there he is. He's hugging several of the players. But as you can see, everyone's hugging the players. The woman here is hugging the players. He's not kissing. Look at this ninja. Oh, he doing too much. He doing too much. So he's really excited. And But the other women, you see, there's no pelvis here. There's no pelvis here. He's straddling the broad. This is the woman in question, allegedly. It's the woman in question. And, um... 
he's like, nah, man, I did nothing wrong. All right. So he says he refused to resign at that point. This was weeks later. He resigned, I think, last night. Now, let me go back. Oh, 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 no, no, no. I don't want to play it because they will give me a copyright. Now, let's go back. This is the allegedly the woman in question after the alleged event. So let's put things in perspective here. Oh, wait, before we do that, let's go back to this video because she put out a statement. Then we're going to play that video. So this is the statement of the young lady here. Did you guys see this? Yes. All right. So I want to clarify that as was seen in the image, at no time did I consent to the kiss he gave me. And of course, in no case did I seek to lift the president. All right. Lift the president. I don't know what's happening there. I don't know. Maybe she tried to pick him up. I don't know what's going on there. He definitely picked up the other gal, and I would have picked her up too. She had a nice little rear end. All right. All right, but uh, here we go. Watch this now. Watch this. This is allegedly the same woman. After the incident, bragging, laughing about the said incident. Okay, do we understand? This is the same girl after the incident. Let's go ahead and play the video. This is from the Telegraph, and I want to let you know they have turned the comments off on this video. They've turned the comments off. So, because they, they was roasting her. So, let's go in. I don't know why they even still have this here. All right, so let's play the video right here. And that was in Spanish, and they're trying to translate. All right, this is the kiss. That's the kiss. That's the kiss they're talking about. And the picture is worse than the actual video. Watch. Right there. Boom. Jesus. That was less than a second, but let's continue. All right, there's the kiss. That was less than a second. All right, look. Uh-oh. So here it is. She's showing the footage. She's showing the kiss. And she's laughing. And bragging. She bragging. Wait a minute. Is that not consent? Is that reverse consent? Is that retroactive consent? Is that removal of consent? Because it certainly looks like she's sniggling right now. Niggas always got to show they You see this? She's bragging. She liked it. Ooh, and she liked it. Am I tripping or is that what she's doing? She's smiling and sniggling. But of course, just like what happens in any assault case, if, a, if people start negatively giving her hate, right, or saying you got taken advantage of, she'll switch course. And she's like, oh, I could get a bag. I could get some attention. I could get a better salary. I could get a better. Now people are saying her name. And now she's flipped on this ninja. Wow. Let's go ahead and show you. There she is. Proof. Let's play it. She. What? Okay, wait, wait. The meme compares these two people kissing. To these two people kissing. So this is the meme she showed. And she was smiling. Let's go ahead and show you. And she was pulling her hair back. 
and reminiscing. Look at her smiling. Yo, this is cold blooded. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Fair use. Oh, so this is the same two people. That's the same woman. So she's demonstrating it now. She says he grabs me, demonstrating how he held her head for the kiss, which has now sparked outrage. You saw the kiss. It was not that big. I mean, it was not that big of a deal. But of course, I wouldn't want nobody to kiss me like that. So she's demonstrating it now. All right. <laughs> There's now they're taunting. Now they're 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 kind of picking at her a little bit. Oh, you kissed the president. Oh, so so nobody's outraged. Nobody's claiming he harassed her or assaulted her. They're basically like, oh, girl, look, you got the president to kiss you. And since it says right here saying he feels embarrassed, it says something right here himself walks along the aisles of the coach since he feels embarrassed. Okay. Oh, I guess he's on the bus. Okay. Prezi. Oh, he's on the bus. So he's on the bus. And they're saying Prezi. They're cheering the ninja. And said, ooh, you got a crush on Jenny. All right, let's continue. so apparently in that clip in the locker room it says right here she showed show, okay this video clip shows miss hermosa hermoso saying she had disliked the guy kissing her okay so this is the first time she's expressed dislike but i didn't like it okay so there you go right there so after a few what, what i'm looking at is after a few moments a little bit of ribbing, a little bit of the girls making fun of her. Now she knows it went viral. All right. Now everybody's talking about it. Now she's saying, I didn't like it. But her demeanor is still jovial. But of course, but of course it's jovial because they won the soccer event. And remember, smiling is not consent. But she don't look angry, does she? She doesn't look angry. These are, look, there she is right there. Okay, so she doesn't look angry. She's like, I didn't like that you did that. But now for people to say this was complete outrageous, outrage and take it to this level, is weird. This is why he said, no, I'm not resigning. Now they forced him to resign. He, he finally resigned after a few weeks because now she's here saying it was a non-consensual kiss. So you guys got to understand, this is, yeah, it was a bait and switch. After further thinking about it, after no aftercare, after being ribbed, after all of the attention, 
after potentially now I got to see what I can get out of this. Maybe somebody pulled it to the side and said, hey, girl, you can solidify yourself forever if you do this. And there's politics related to this. Any leadership position has politics, right? So this could actually ascend her to future opportunities to run the, run the soccer federation, be a spokesperson, make appearances. You know what I mean? Guys, you got to be careful dealing with women. You got to be careful. Yep, once everybody started talking about it, she had to switch it up. She had to protect her reputation, a.k.a. if you are with a woman and you're with her, it's consensual until you tell everybody or everyone finds out. Now everybody finds out and she feels like a whore or a skeezer, she's going to switch up on you real quick. She's going to find a way to protect her reputation. Somebody says Aaron Rodgers has a torn Achilles. Don't play, don't play with me, fam. Do not play with me. That is... That would be the one of the the craziest damn stories of all time. All right. Yep. She'll be able to have books and all that. I'm looking on this screen here. That would be the wildest story of all time. If that's the truth. Anyway. Uh, let's get to this main event right here. I'm going to be on my sports channel. Is this fair for Mel Tucker? That's more than the season out. Yeah, that's yeah. Don't play the Jets fans swallowing right now. Oh, uh, that's unreal. That's unreal. It's cap. All right, I'm I'm thinking it's cap, but I know uh, Coach Gang ain't got no reason to lie. But we do have some dramatic ninjas here. You do have some dramatic ninjas. Oh. All right, I wouldn't doubt it, man. Yeah, dude, listen, I ruptured my Achilles as well. All right, and uh, how old is Aaron Rodgers? If he's certain age, it wouldn't surprise me, but I'm not going to report it here. All right, uh, but let's get into the main event here, and then we'll, we'll, we'll get to the speculation later. It's no cap. All right, let me, let me continue here. Is this Phil from L. Tucker? Let's give you the update of who he is because a lot of people don't know who he is. Uh, Mel Tucker is the current. Sorry for making everybody wait for this. I know I, I do my show out of order or in a different order than everyone else. All right, so I do my main event topic last. Mel Tucker, right here, he is the head football coach at Michigan State University. And um, he is a very wealthy coach. He just signed a three, uh, sorry, 10-year, $95 million contract. Now, recently, a woman came out and said she was sexually harassed. We're going to go through the story of her sexual harassment, and we're going to start talking about how did you pay, all right? We're going to say, how did you pay? All men pay, even rich, wealthy men, especially men that don't understand what they have to lose. And he made all kinds of mistakes here. Remember, in this story, there's only volunteers. There's no victims. I'm not going to say, well, this sucks for Mel Tucker. He put himself in this situation. I'm not going to defend the skeezer or the alleged skeezer in this story. I'm not going to defend her at all. I'm not going to defend the university. I'm not defending anybody because all people are culpable here. Everybody volunteered. All right. And so Mel Tucker, after signing a 10-year, $95 million contract, less than a year later, less than a year later, he's now suspended without pay, pending a hearing for Title IX uh, violations. We'll talk about that. And the, the hearing is October 5th. From that hearing, they're going to determine whether they're probably going to be able to cut his contract, cut bait. 
Now, of course, you guys know I coached college sports, high school and college sports for nearly two decades. This reeks to me of politics. This reeks to me of politics, meaning that um, I've been in situations where we've got new athletic directors, new university presidents, and as a result, the people who were your supporters, the people who hired you, they moved on to another university or they retired. It happened to me once, and it wasn't good for me to have new administration because they didn't care about you like the people who brought you in. They didn't vouch for you. Also, when there's a contract like this, he has one of the richest contracts in college football, and you're going to wonder why he does. People were calling his contract absolutely absurd. It was a guaranteed contract for tens of, million, uh, tens of millions of dollars, and most people don't think he earned it. He was one of the highest paid college, court, uh, college coaches in the nation. In the nation. Now, you're talking about Michigan State. Okay? Mm. Michigan State. They have no national championships, at least in this recent time. All right. And they haven't even competed for a national championship. Like, they ain't even in the picture. But to 10 years, $95 million is a crazy contract. Now, what you have to understand is when you, when you coach on the campus, all right, Okay, when you coach on the college campus, you, you have people, even though you're God to a lot of people and people love you, you also have people that hate you. Even if you're the most loved coach in, in the world, on a college campus or a high school campus, people love you and there's some people who hate your guts. They hate you. And you don't know why. You're like, everybody loves me here. There's people that are out for blood. They hate you. They're trying to take you down. I've had this happen to me, and it was quite surprising as to how, this, how aggressive people hate you. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, people are talking about diversity hire. He is a diversity hire. He is the beneficiary of diversity, right? Because he's a black head coach. There's not that many in college football, especially in the years that we're talking about. Post, um, post 2020, right? The 2020 years, Black Lives Matter. He kind of faced, the, he's the face of maybe, hey, look at what we've done. Virtue signaling. People saying, look, we're going to put this black coach up and we're going to put him in high esteem and give him a chance. Now, this is what he's benefited off of and this is what doesn't make him a victim. He certainly benefited and he benefited for great timing and he should have kept his prick in his pants. All right, to do this is fumbling the bag. I'm not defending anyone in this situation, but what they're doing to him is bullshit, but people don't understand. This is, has nothing to do with man versus woman. This has to do with that contract that they gave him. This contract that they gave him was absolutely egregious. It was ridiculous for his performance, and I'm one to talk because my, my performance has not been good on any level, but let's take a look. Let's take a look. This is the guy's record, right? This is his record. And of course, look, man, your record's your record. But I would love to have gotten that contract with this record, Ninja. I mean, this, this is his record going up into it. So 2020 was his first year. That was the COVID year. They played seven games, no attendance. Then the next year was his real first year. First full year, he goes 11 and two right out of the box. They go to the Peach Bowl, not even a big bowl. They go to the Peach Bowl, 11 and 2. The following year, which is the same year he's getting, he's allegedly sexually harassing the woman, 2022, while sexually harassing the woman, allegedly, he's 5 and 7. Mm. This tells me right now, 
that they were trying to get out of this deal. All right, any way to get out of that damn contract, if this ninja presented it to them, they was going to take it. And the university got a new president. The president that hired him and the boosters that hired him were gone. As a matter of fact, I believe one of the boosters that was responsible for hiring him owns the Phoenix Suns now. Okay, so the booster, the owner, the rich donor that was going to pay this contract is now the owner of the Phoenix Suns. And their university president left, I don't know where, but they have a new interim university president. You cannot tell me this has nothing to do, but, but this is pure politics. This is the way to get out of paying this ninja the rest of the 80 million. He already collected some $25 million. But to me, this reeks of get this ninja out of here. All right, this is what it reeks of. Okay, got to get out of that contract. Because look, take a look. And now you got a reason to get them out of there. You got to get, because you do, you can't go from 11, two to five to seven, five and seven. And then they're playing this year. I don't know what their record is right now. Got to get that shit off the book. I bet you they were looking going, how are we going to pay this mother sucker? Especially with the donor bouncing and going to the Phoenix Suns. They're like, how are we going to pay this shit? Attendance down. We ain't selling enough peanuts. We ain't selling enough t-shirts. So let me just tell you, this is a political to, this reeks to me of campus contract politics. We can play the male-female shit all we want, but, you know, he screwed himself. He screwed himself, right? He screwed himself because he could have kept them to that contract, rode that shit out, even if he was fired for his performance on the field, okay? Even if he went 5-7 and seven this year and they fired him, he still probably gets a buyout and gets most of that money. All right. So anybody that is really on the bandwagon of yes, Mel Tucker deserves this to me, probably, probably works close to the university, probably works close to the books and they need to get him out of there. Mm. They're like, yeah, because now they don't owe him the 80 million. Now let's go to, <laughs> right. So he did this on himself. This is a bag fumble, right? And they're allowing race and gender to take the precedent. This is why they're probably supporting. Now, let's also bring this into the question here. I don't know if you know, Michigan State has a very, very dark, dank history um, with sexual harassment and women. Now, a lot of people, I've listened to Dr. Thunder recently talk about this. Here's the thing. Michigan State also had this guy. Michigan State had this guy, Larry Nasser. Larry Nasser was the U.S. Olympic coach. All right. And he also worked at Michigan State. All right, so he worked on campus at Michigan State, which he was convicted of touching these women. All the U.S. Olympian gymnastics, all gymnasts, and several women at Michigan State. He worked there for over two decades. Several of the gymnasts there um, claimed that he was touching on them without their consent. So this Larry Nasser was a, that was his main campus, Michigan State. All right, so... To me, anything sexual assault, Title IX, you probably don't want to get involved. In fact, um, in fact, uh, the, the basketball coach, Tom Izzo, he actually has some shit to say about that, and they put him in his place, right? Because he actually has some shit to say, and he was trying to mouth off, and they was like, Ninja, you're going to lose your job too. 
Tom Izzo, who's a legendary basketball coach. So he was about to lose his job. Now, this is how much they're watching for this shit at Michigan State. This is how much they're watching. So now, let's go back. This is why you got to say, man, y'all got to start moving a little bit more. You're making $95 million over 10 years. Can't you hire some hookers, right? Mm. Right? Can't you? And somebody was saying, you're telling this man to jerk off. He literally was caught jerking off. Like, that's how he was caught. And, uh, and the dude was mad at me this morning talking about, you're telling handsome black men rich to jerk off. And he literally, that's what he's been accused of doing. Jerking off on the phone. Which to me is very ticky-tack. Now, let's deal with the accuser. Let's deal with the accuser. This is why I think this shit is bullshit. That it's bullshit. This is why I think it's nothing but politics. This is the accuser. And everything I say is alleged. Everything I say is alleged. This is the accuser woman. And the reason why she's being put out is because this is not a court case. It will be a civil case, but this is not a great case. This is a sexual harassment case, which they, which is open for the books. They could talk about her. This is the accuser. Okay. Now, by the way, Mr. Mr. Tucker is married. He's a married coach. So this is the accuser. Let's dive deep into the accuser. Yeah, free women cost the most, don't they? <laughs> All right. Uh, the accuser's name is Brenda Tracy. She shares her story about being sex- sexually assault survivor, and she shares it on Tuesday at this university. The event called Set the Expectation at 5 p.m., it says right here is open to members of the Lawrence community. Following her talk, Tracy will facilitate a group discussion on sexual assault. Tracy was 24, a single mother of two boys working as a waitress in the small Oregon town of Kaiser, a suburb of the state capital, Salem, in June 1998. On a trip to Corvallis, which is where Oregon State is, with her best friend to visit the friend's boyfriend and others, Tracy wound up being gang raped by four men, including two members of the Oregon State University football team. During what she said or told police was a seven-hour ordeal. All right, this is her story. Oh, this is her story. She said for seven hours she was gang raped by four men. Oh, it gets interesting. She's a single mother. Of two boys. Let's continue. The four men were arrested and booked into jail, but were never charged for the crime. They were never charged. They were arrested and booked. Two football team members and two other ninjas. The district attorney had a solid case, but they needed Tracy's cooperation to get a conviction. For a variety of reasons, she wavered. Mm. So let's go back. This is a woman, a sexual assault victim, a victim of grape, gang rape. She got the ninjas on the hook. She's got them arrested and booked. But when it was time to go to court, she backed out. Now, I don't know why. 
She said a variety of reasons. But she backs out of the conviction. A solid slam dunk case. Huh? They bought her out. What happened? Oregon State bought her out. What, what happened? I don't know what happened. I, I don't know. I don't want to insinuate or assume. I, I don't know. But that don't make no sense. That makes no sense. But they do go on further to say, in a 2014 interview with the Oregonian, Oregonian newspaper, the first time she had publicly identified as the victim, Tracy spoke about having been abused as a minor up until age five by a family member and again by a neighbor when she was nine. Following the incident in Corvallis, she felt she was a victim of her own again and wasn't strong enough to deal with any of that. And then she says, what happened to me was not my choice. What they did to me was not my choice. They violated me. I was garbage to them. I made up my mind after taking or talking to the police that I was going to do the grape examination. Then I was going to delete myself, according to her, and I was going to delete myself again. I was already deceased. Instead, she found the strength to earn a bachelor's degree in nursing of all professions, nursing, and later in MBA. Today, she shares her story as an activist survivor nationally, working as a registered nurse in Portland, Oregon, and serving as a consultant for the Oregon State University. All right, so what she does, this woman does, which makes what Mr. Tucker does extra egregious, is that according to her, she has a foundation which she travels. So she's a speaker, a public speaker. There she is there. It says right here, um, she's a public speaker. And there's a photo of Mr. Tucker and the woman, the alleged woman. This is them. This is this ninja right here today, right here. Niggas always gotta show they so this is her. This is her speaking at Michigan State. Not only Michigan State, there's her at the University of South Florida in front of a capacity crowd. Okay. This is also her at, uh, let's see here, scrolling down. This is her speaking at Ohio State University. This is her speaking about sharing her story at Ohio State. Go back. Go back here. Let's see here. This is her at Stanford University's football coach. That's her with the Stanford University football coach. All right. Let's see here. This is her with, looks like, Ray Rice. Is that with Ray Rice? That looked like Ray Rice looking ninja. There she is right there. talking. There's her at Nebraska. There's her at Nebraska. He said ninjas and pogs. Of course, black man kryptonite. A thick, white-looking woman. I don't know if she's white. She does look biracial. That would be typical of the Northwest. All right, lots of biracialism there. I can't tell. That where right there, she looks white. She definitely looks white. And she definitely is a pog. All right. Ninjas is definitely weak for pogs. All right. Here's her at another college holding football players' hands. Here's her at the University of Michigan. She definitely is a pog. There's her at the University of Michigan with Coach Jim Harbaugh. All right. So as you can see, this is not a stranger. Uh, who is this right here? This is Nebraska. There, there he is again. 
There he is again, the Michigan State coach. So this is a woman that's well-known. This is South Florida. All right, you see this. So this woman is not a stranger to athletics. This is her at, looks like, uh, the Roadrunners, maybe uh, Murray State or Kansas. I can't tell what that is. You see that? She makes her round. This is her at SMU, Southern Methodist. This is her at Colgate. All right, so she makes it around. She's not a secret. There she is. Ninjas love a thick, big titty, big leg white woman. They can't help it. They can't help it. Ninjas love them a thick pog. <laughs> the black man kryptonite. Where is this? North Carolina State. Oh, that was UTSA. Texas San Antonio. Looks like Texas San Antonio, the road runners or whatever they are. There's her at NC State. Yeah, boy, she thick too. Thick and she got color eyes. I can't tell. What school is this? Montana State University. Shout out to the Bobcats. So this woman gets around. Lord have mercy. This woman is everywhere. She has been around the world. And I, 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 this is TCC. Okay. I'm just doing a little bit of recon here. Doing a little bit of work. She definitely looks white when she doesn't wear her bangs. All right. When she has no bangs, this is a white woman. When she has her bangs, she looks multiracial. Can you see that? Can you see the difference? For some reason, she looks multiracial when she's not showing that big-ass forehead, alleged forehead. This is her at Oregon State, the place where her incident happened with the basketball team. But when she doesn't have bangs, that's straight up a white woman right there. That's a... <laughs> Ninja's talking about I used to be a man. Everybody talking about that. Yeah, come on, man, stop. Why everybody got to be like that? All right, uh, what is this? San Jose State, shout out to the Spartans. So this is a woman that's well-known. She's been around. She's in the industry. This is the woman that's accusing him. So going back, so that is the woman's story. That's the accuser and so forth. Now, let's tell you how this ended up where he's now uh, this scandal. And you guys got to start moving differently. If I had, dude, now, if I had $30,000 job and I did this, okay. But this guy has a $90 million contract. All right. You got to move differently. All right. It says Michigan State knew 10 months ago that Tucker was under investigation for the alleged misconduct. And they would learn but kept it a secret. They would learn or what was it? Yeah. yeah. They kept it a secret and let Tucker coach the first two games of the season knowing he was facing a Title IX hearing next month. All right, now it says right here, it says right here, a person now, who, uh, an alumnus who knew of the scandal said he was utterly disgusted. When you're hearing this, this is an alumnus from the university saying he was totally disgusted. To me, then now this is politics, okay? This is politics. When they're saying stuff like this, because the incident is not disgusting. Now, let me pull up his wife. I think there's photos of him and his wife. Let's pull up his wife. All right, so here's the wife. He's married. So this is the, the wife right there. Unfortunately, we have to show the wife. He does have a family. So it's a black woman. And, of course, this ninja got caught pogging. He got caught pogging and hogging. He definitely did. All right, and he has two sons, it looks like. So he is married. 
unfortunately. Sadly enough. What do I tell you about married men? I tell you about married men, man. They go under the radar with all this bullshit. They go under the radar. All right, fixing my screen real quick. Give me a second, and then I'll read the rest of the article, and I'll try to pick out some things here because it's quite a long article, and you know me with reading. It's quite a long article. All right, but you're going to see how ridiculous some of these claims are. This reeks of just kind of politics, misunderstanding. She also has an ulterior motive, which will be set out here. It says right here, he could be fired for immoral behavior. Okay. It says right here, he makes $9.5 million a year, and they have a moral turpitude clause. The clause allows Michigan State to fire Tucker if he engages in immoral or deviant behavior or conduct that embarrasses the university. What emerged Sunday was more than embarrassing for Michigan State. And they kind of blew it out of proportion. And there she is right there on the field with him. She's been around him. It says it was a heartbreak for fans as they would learn that the Title IX investigation included accusations that he masturbated while on the phone with a woman contracted by Michigan State to help educate football players about sexual violence and promote responsible behaviors by athletes. The woman, Brenda Tracy, is an advocate for sexual abuse survivors and a gang grape survivor herself. Jesus. Of all the people you mess with, somebody said jump check. Of all the people you mess with, you mess, alleged, allegedly, oh, by the way, he admits to doing that, by the way. He admits to doing it. So it's not alleged. He admits to actually doing this. All right, now. She admits to being the victim in this situation. So this is where we call the bullshit out. Well, I didn't see this one coming. It says right here, there's a timing of the suspension. The timeline. Let's go to the timeline. It says right here, Tucker was interviewed by an attorney in March. This is uh, March of this year. And admitted. It, oh, this is the football coach. And admitted to masturbating while on the phone with Tracy. But claimed it was consensual phone sex. Tracy denies it. The investigating concluded in July of this year, and a hearing was scheduled October 5th and 6th. So you see how slow and deliberate everything is. The interim Michigan State president, Teresa Woodruff. It's a wrap. So not only do they have an interim president, which I warned you about, so the president that hired him and signed him to that contract is no longer there. Neither is the donor. Now they have an interim president, so that's curtains for him. Not only that, she's looking at the books going, why are we paying this ninja $9.5 million a year to go five and seven? And not only that, it's a female interim president. Rap. Rap. Ninja, you don't let, they ain't ain't letting this one go. Not five and seven. It says right here, it said Monday, she said Monday, on Monday, she said her and the board of trustees didn't know details of the investigation until USA Today article came out on Sunday. She said she only learned of the accuser's identity in July, but knew Tucker was the subject of the investigation since December, which was the conclusion of the last football season. Remember, five and seven in the last football season. In a statement from his lawyer, Tucker called the sexual harassment claim completely false and said the two had a personal relationship. Yes, I did have a late night intimate session with Miss Tracy on April 20, uh, 2022, 
which was last year. This is over a year and a half ago. This is following his good season, right? So he's coming off 11 and two, and this is what he's doing. It says, while I've been sat, I'm saddened by Mrs. Tracy's disclosure and of the sensitive nature of the call, let me be perfectly clear. It was an entirely mutual private event between two adults living at opposite ends of the country. She initiated the discussion that night, sent me a provocative picture of the two of us together, suggested that she may look what she might look like without clothes, and never once during the 36 minutes did she object in any manner, much less hang up the phone. Okay. All right. So I would say, again, this is allegedly, let's go back. This is a woman that actually goes cross country, right? Where is it again? Instructing men on how not to sexually assault women. She go, she's been at at least 20 universities by my own personal account. She makes $10,000 every visit to these universities. And this woman does not hang up on a ninja jerking off. So for some reason, she cannot get the gumption to hang up the phone click. This is a woman that has survived being touched as a minor, gang great for seven hours, going country to country, state to state, and she don't hang up the phone. She don't. This ninja's squashing, and she's on the other side listening as a victim. This is what we're supposed to believe. And she's a single mother. And she's a single mother. Okay. But, and she acting like she's shocked and appalled. She's paralyzed. You got to be kidding me, fam. There's no way. I'm not buying that shit. Let's continue with the story. And remember, there's no victims. There's only volunteers in this story. All right, it says right here, let me go down. They're talking about Larry Nasser uh, and all of that stuff, which we already addressed. Okay, a coach's behavior really needs to be above reproach. All right, the news blindsided Dr. David Folkmeyer of Fruitport, a 1990 graduate of MSU School of College of Medicine, who learned about the allegations from his daughter. My heart just sank. I couldn't believe it. My initial opinion of Mel Tucker was that he was a really good guy. And he would be, and he might be, but to hear this was a real big disappointment. Uh, so you're dealing with people who are neutered and don't touch nobody, all right? But it happens. When you are a person representing representative of the university and you're in the public eye as much as someone like the head football coach, your behavior really needs to be above reproach. I agree. I've been in this situation. Um, you know, people are really will be disappointed when you do stuff like this just as a experience they're going to be disappointed they just they see you as a saint all right when you're a head football coach you're the highest paid state employee if it's a public school you're the highest paid state employee more than likely if this is a public school like nobody in the state government makes more than you so yeah please think about this when you try to defend this ninja Please think of this. You're the highest ranking paid official in the state. And over the governor, over the government, <laughs> over the governor of the state. All right. You got to understand the position you're in. 
So again, if you got to buy some punani on the side, then she what? All right, but uh, let's continue. If you got to have your shit in order, if you got to abstain from sex for until the end of the contract, you must do that. You're not just a regular guy. Same thing with Emi Yadoka. Anybody who defended him, I have to come back and tell you, you're the head coach of the Boston Celtics. Now, if this was the Atlanta Hawks, nobody would have cared. But you are the, uh, the Boston Celtics, which is a worldwide brand. There's no sweeping this under the rug. If this was the Charlotte Bobcats, nobody would give a shit. This is the Boston Celtics. This is the top state employee, top paid state employee. You're not just a regular Joe. All right, let's continue here. And we got to get to her. Let's get back to her. Because we got to get back to her statement. Let's get it down here. I got to find, oh, wait a minute. Oh, goodness. All right, for some reason... Her statement's not in here. Okay, because they're giving all the other statements. All right, so I'll paraphrase her statement. I'll paraphrase her statement. And I'll put her picture up so you can see her. Just so you can see how odd this is. This is a woman that claims that... I, I want to find the statement because in here, she asked to be a sugar baby. No lies. I must might have to pull this up. Because they have 106 document, uh, documented pages. In here, she says her ideal relationship is to be with someone where that person gives her a monthly allowance. This is according to the football coach. Okay. I got to find this part of the story. According to the football coach, because he's talking to her, I think over a year period, he talked to her more than 27 times with the average length of call, 36 minutes. That's the average length of call. The call in question was 30-something minutes, and it started at midnight in Michigan. She lives in Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon, home of the other white meat, which was 9, 9.30. He's a married man on the phone at midnight, having phone sex with a woman 2,500 to 3,000 miles away. Come on, ninja. Ninjas. What? Okay, not only are you phone sexing her, you're phone sexing this woman miles away. Hold up for a second. Let me just. I've done some dumb things, and I'll do dumb things again. Ninja, this woman, too, not even no young piece of calico. He's messaging this woman, a 40 year old, a 40 year old plus. Single mother of two. Ninja. You big dummy. You lost $80 million. Just let me just. He says, I'm not buying it. He admits this. Guys, he admitted all of this. He admitted that he took the call. He admitted jerking off. He admitted she was on the phone. <laughs> That and he, this was a $80 million jerk off. Mm. Now, I can't, you black men ain't coming back from this. Y'all ninjas ain't coming back. Because we will throw our shit down the gutter. Let's go back to this woman. In the phone call that's going across 
three hours time difference. This married guy in December of the winning season, right? He went, he goes 11. Wait, no, 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 that's wrong. This is the losing season. In the middle of a losing season, post season, right at the end of the season, he's jerking off to this woman. $80 million busted nut. $80 million squashing. That woman, that pog right there you see on the screen. A 40-year-old single mother pog. Not only that, a woman that is going to be speaking country. She's a known woman to, throughout the entire industry. Now, the reason why she's doing this is because she was in a romantic relationship with him. Let's just be honest. This was not some woman. They talked 27 times, average 30-minute calls. This woman was certainly in a relationship. She was smitten. She looked at him as a big old fat, high-value target. She's talking to a man worth $95 million, right, on paper. You don't tell me. And she says, allegedly, according to the coach, she says, my ideal relationship is a relationship where a guy gives me a monthly allowance. Ninja. So she's already saying, allegedly, that she wants money out of this transaction. But, of course, this goofy ninja, he don't want to pay. So he trying to smitten her. He trying to play her, finesse her. I'm going to leave my wife. You the one. I'm going to have you. And so she's thinking of, oh, delusions of grandeur. This ninja selling her a dream, trying to get some free punani. He actually met her in another hotel, in a hotel, or he was, she was in town. He trying to get over to her hotel, and she declines, right? She declines. But what happened was, after he did this incident, after he did this incident, he stopped talking to her because apparently she started running her mouth. Now, this is all alleged. This is all alleged. So she started running her mouth, and he gets wind of it, and so he stops talking to her, a.k.a. no aftercare. He cuts her off. Now, anybody that knows when you have money, you cannot cut no bitch off like this. Some of you poor ninjas can do it, but rich ninjas, you can't do it. If they call you, this is what happened to Tiger Woods, allegedly. He tried to cut off his hose, and they kept calling his phone. I need $500. I need $700. I'm in a bind. Can you help? And he's like, screw you, bitch. And then guess what? Life blew up. Yep. Life blew up. They was like, oh, what? You ain't going to give me $700? Well, guess what? You about to lose $700 million. That's what happened to this ninja. He tried to cut her smooth off. And not only did he cut her off, he cut her off for her work. All right. And so what he did was she was supposed to speak at Michigan State. This is all documented. And I'm paraphrasing. She was supposed to have another speaking engagement, which these men are paying her ten million, sorry, ten thousand dollars to come speak in front of their football team. For what reason? I don't know. Why would you have this woman do it? But all of these guys, because she's kind of a pretty pog and she got big titties, everybody wants her up in front and center. All right? For some reason, dude, she doesn't even look charismatic. All right? So what is she going to tell a 19-year-old guy? But she was supposed to speak at Michigan State, and he cut her off. Okay? He canceled her appearance. Trying to hold masculine frame. So instead of going, letting her down easily, cutting her off, cut her check to her, you know what I mean? He tried to freebie his way, and then she got mad. Guys, this is what we tell you they're going to do. Then she said, oh, you're going to cut off my money the way I earn money, and you ain't going to give me no money? 
So guess what? I'm about to ruin your $80 million life. Mm. Now he fucked up. So you mess with her money. This is all alleged. You cut her money off. Then you cut her off. And now she can't go speak no more. Oh, she was like, oh, 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 okay. Okay. This is why we talk about aftercare. First of all, you need primary care. Ninjas need primary care. First of all, who is she speaking at right here? What team is that? Louisville. You going to cut my money off? And not only that, you going to tell everybody in the industry, I was out doing this and that? Oh, you ain't cut my shit off. Ninjas going to learn. Y'all black ninja, y'all black men going to learn. It ain't all of us doing this. But ninja, pussy costs. I'm sorry. I got to be a little bit straight up here. Pussy is not free. It's not. And the more you make, the more pussy you need to pay for it. I'm just letting y'all know. Because women don't make the money you make. If you make 100 grand, Ninja, you a big old fat, juicy ass target. You can't treat you can't treat women when you make 100 grand like you make 30 grand, like these goofy mouthpiece ninjas. Well, you a broke ninja anyway. All right? You a broke ninja. Women don't want shit from you anyway. They can't sue you for nothing. You make 100 grand, you got a career, she can take that from you. You got a job at the Winn-Dixie, at the Foot Locker, where you look like the damn referee, she ain't trying to take that job from you. She ain't trying to take that job. But when you make money, 100 grand, 250, 300, 1 million, 2, 80 million. Pay for that puss. Pay for it. Ninja just, it's a, it's a drop in the bucket. But they, ninjas with their ego and pride. So instead of paying for it, guess what? It costs you $80 million. I kid you not. <laughs> you always going to pay on the back end. You pay $80 million to jerk off on the phone to a 40-year-old pog. But your pride don't want to make you pay straight up. I always tell you, the payment on the back end going to be way worse. <laughs> you didn't even put your salami in this woman and it cost you $80 million. Ninja. And that... <laughs> he said CGH mathematic is crazy. That's just the beginning. That Dude, it's just the beginning. Because look, let me, let, me, let me tell you what's about to happen to this ninja because he already got 25 mil for the for the five and seven season. You know what's about to happen next, Ninja? You know what's about to happen next? This woman gonna get her hands on you. So whatever you got left from the first two years, she this woman about to get that. Y'all ninjas playing. Y'all ninjas playing games on me. Y'all playing, y'all playing games. Y'all playing games, man. <laughs> it's pretty clear. Now, and yeah, she gonna get a civil case on you too. She gonna sue you civilly too. So you about to lose $100 million for jerking off. 
on the phone. When you could have paid four plain Michigan girls from the Upper Peninsula, you could have went to the Uper every couple of weeks, dropped off some peace leave from a Canadian, half Canadian, half Michigan chick, have her lined up. But you on the phone for with a pog from Portland jerking. You want to hear some crazy math? You want to hear some crazy math? You could have had four pogs from the Uper up here, cold as fuck, just sitting up there freezing in the Upper Peninsula, waiting to drop off some Punani, (laughs) and it would have cost you less than 50 grand. In this, in the time we're talking, in the time period we're talking today, it'll cost you less than fifty grand from December twenty twenty two to September twenty twenty three. Fifty grand tops, <laughs> and you could have slid in some punani. You could, you could have clapped cheeks, folded up. You could have had the hotel room. You could have had the security. You could have had her come in under the cover at night. 50? 50 grand. But now, you could have had snow cows all across Michigan. (laughs) Expensive stroke. You could have had snow cows all through Michigan in different spots, Lansing, East Lansing, Upper Peninsula, where the hell are Ann Arbor, Detroit, Pontiac, right? Dot it all over. It'll cost you 50 grand. And you would have had salami wet. Let's just say you got one of your junior college girls pregnant. It would have been way cheaper. The child support would have been cheaper. So again, I can't feel bad for this guy. He didn't even get no. He didn't get even get. He didn't even wet his whistle. Saginaw, Flint. He could have had straggle daggles all over the place. And he runs down there, phone sexing a forty-year-old Paul, a woman that this is unbelievable. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> again. This dude, women are when they look and look at the wife. Look at the wife. She looked like she petty. The wife looked like she petty. All right, this is going to be a petty divorce. And if he gets fired, which he's probably going to, no, they're not keeping. They're not keeping this contract. All right, he gonna he gonna take an L on this one. This woman going for the juggler. She going for alimony, painful alimony. He's gonna look at his life in one year. And go, what the f- did I do? You was on the sideline coaching with the one of the most ridiculous contracts ever. All right. And now you're going to be divorced. But potentially, if she sticks with them, it's going to hurt. She's going to make them pay if she sticks. You're going to be light 80 mil. Potential divorce. So you're going to be cut into whatever money you made. 
and you're telling me the junior college is off? You do when you're rich like that, you have to understand. It's better to pay up front. I know. Broke ninjas don't understand. Because these straggle daggles don't have nothing to lose. You have everything to lose. Why would you associate with a person like that? And you don't understand when you have money, people look at you like a come up. So they're genuinely connecting with you. But, you know, when you're around money, you can smell the money. You know the money. The money, the lifestyle's different. She see your wife walking around here, living in the big ass fancy ass house. She in a dirty apartment in Portland. You think she's just going to take some shit lying down? No way. No freaking way. And you men got to get it, your ego disconnected from women. If you ever think you're going to have some money, and you're going to touch some money, you better disconnect your ego from women real fast. Because if your ego is attached to women and you're about to touch some money, you're going to be light on money. Your ego should not be attached to women at that point because you cannot tell why she's, what, why she's with you, why she even talking to you. You cannot tell what her motives are. In fact, getting money is a broke man. I'm sorry, getting women is a broke man's activity. It's a broke man's activity. That's some broke man shit. When you got money, ninja, women going to come. Whether you pay for them or not, just to talk to you, they going to sit around and talk to you, smiling in your face. Getting women is a broke man's activity. It don't have nothing to do with wealthy men. But you see, ninjas that get wealthy overnight, like this guy, he still attaches the ego to women. It's crazy. Dude, if I'm $90 million, and $80 million I got coming up, all I got to do is behave. I'm about to break, do how much? <laughs> Here you go. Well, name your price, 10 grand. Okay, whatever. It's a drop in the bucket. I'm making $9 million a year, which translates. I know, broke ninjas, you don't understand. All right, but you better understand. Divided by 12. My, I get a $750,000 check a month. My check is 750 grand a month. If I had three junior college chicks at five grand a piece, I know that sounds like a lot. Minus that money, I still got $735,000. What? The check looked the same. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to show y'all. So watch this. This is my monthly income. That's my monthly income. If I got a chick from Saginaw, Ann Arbor, and Flint, and I say, here's five grand a piece. One a week. That's my check. That's my check. I still got 730. That's a drop. I don't even fit. I don't even notice the difference. And that's a month. That is a month. The next month, I get another 750000 The next month, I get another. Add in the previous months. Wait. Add in the previous month. I'm just showing y'all math. Because y'all niggas do not understand money. Okay. That's what I got after two months. He said, be careful, coach people. I'm just telling you, 
This is what I got after two months. <sighs> then I minus this. This is what I got after I deal with her the second month. Instead, instead, this is what you lost. You got to be kidding me. (laughs) All right. He says, coach, things get spooky in six months. Spooky? What are we doing? What are we doing? All right. What do you mean in six months? What gets spooky? They go away. All right. This dude walked away from 80 mil. That's spooky to me. This is what? I don't know, man. Y'all do what y'all got to do out here. But you guys, if, if, you're not, if you're not going on my, okay, let me give you another option. I'm going to give you another option. I'm going to give you another option. <laughs> because this guy's about to lose 80 million for jerking off. Like he didn't even have sex with the woman. So don't tell me. So now, let's just say you said, I won't have sex with no other woman but my wife. And by the way, he says in the, in the, in the thing that his wife, they don't have a good relationship. Now, all married men say this. But apparently, they have two adult sons. They're not having sex, according to him. They're not having sex. So he's not getting sex from his wife. Could you guys remain abstinent for $80 million? This is a golden question. Could you guys remain abstinent for eight years for $80 million? Now. That's the magic question. What, what y'all going to do? Could you just jerk off in another room? You got a big house. Just jerk off in another room. Because you guys don't want to pay for the broad. Okay. <laughs> Would you, could you remain abstinent? Like, that's all he had to do. And by the way, allegedly, we don't even know if he's ever cheated on his wife. The only thing he's done is this jerk. That's the only thing we got. He said, Juco or nothing. Just stay abstinent. Don't have no other broad. Don't talk to no other broad. I'll just focus on football. Obviously, he just wasn't doing that. Just focus on the football team. Just focus on the football team. If you're scared of that, just focus on the football team. And you good. 80 mil. All right, let me stop. Ninjas is real scared out here. Dude, this girl... There's girls, he could have got some of the finest actresses to do monkey double backflips on him. And, and this is what saddens me. Because listen, when I'm making thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars, $50,000, I can see throwing my life away for this. But you guys, just, this is 80, is this worth $80 million? Right? Is this a $80 million one? Again, dude, this is a big bag fumble. This is major. Right here, Sac State. She has Sac State. Speaking of Sac, 
this $80 million right here, you, you throwing, you, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just trying to help y'all. Cause you guys are really just, I don't know, you know, I don't know. You guys are choir boys or something. Are you choir boys? I refuse to pay. All right. Come on, bro. You guys got to start thinking this. This, this, this is unbelievable. This is unreal. Remember, in that story, there's no victims. There's only volunteers. I wouldn't even go for a cool 80. If she asked me for an $80 date, I would have been like, nope. Unreal. Big joke ATL, he says, well, if that little one-second kiss was bad, what the F was Richard Dawson's family feud doing? Well, we don't want to blow him up. Indeed. Denaro Tranquillo says the soccer issue is a perfect example of XXs being creatures of their context. They are heavily influenced by other perception, others' perception of them. Read the room, fellas. This is why it's important to know who and what is around you. I have story after story of... of situations where women have been in and um, they then say they were a victim of something but it didn't come until somebody said they were a victim meaning that they told a woman what happened oh I was so drunk and I went to this guy's house and we had sex I woke up I blacked out now at that point before that she didn't look at it as an assault once she said that, the other person says, girl, you were great. And she says, no, I wasn't. I wasn't great. I actually, we, we both were drunk. We both were silly. We were both doing lines of coca. I wanted it, and, you know, one thing led to another. I just woke up black. I, I don't really remember what happened. Then they'll say, no, you were. So the other person tells them. And then they're off on a crusade. Do you know it happens like that? It happens like that, just easy like that, all right? There's a young boy in Alabama. He played for the football team at Hoover. Same exact situation. Uh, the story is mixed up. Both people were drunk. Uh, the new girl goes to a party. He's the star football player. Apparently, some people said she was passed out drunk. Some people said she was asking, baiting the guy to come have sex with her. So you have two stories. They were like, no, she was fully coherent. She was asking for it. They clear the room. He smashes her. Probably high school shit. Probably lasted more, less than three minutes. All right. High school shit. Then what happens is, since she's a new student, she goes back to school after, the, after that weekend. Of course, around the school, everybody's saying she was easy. She gave it up. She's a whore skeezer. She's a new student. She transfers in. She can't do that. She can't deal with that. She's in class. One of the girls said, hey, story going around you messing around with Chad. She's like, really? Guess what now? Okay. She's like, that can't happen. Uh, everybody's calling me a whore. I'm the new student. It ain't going down like that. So guess what? She was cool with it until now. Now she's like, hey, I was assaulted and tore up the whole school. Just like that, guys, it's, it, it happens that easy. So you guys got to understand, sometimes it is not until 
It's disgust. Some some woman might be having an affair with you. You're married. You're having an affair. She's having an affair. It's cool. But she's feeling a little bit, mm, I'm not getting what I want. She tells a friend. But you're a high up. You're a person that has a reputation. You make money. You're married. You have your shit straight. You driving a Porsche, a Mercedes. And she lives in a dirty, dirty ass apartment. And her friend's like, girl, you shouldn't be putting up with this. And she will reframe her thought. And remove consent after the fact. We saw this with the soccer girl. So we got to tell you, man, move silent, move different out here. This is the one. Now, if you broke, just stay broke. All right. It ain't going to affect you. You just a broke ninja anyway. At best, she's just going to slash your tires on your Toyota Torcel. All right. But we've seen it with this, even this woman. Once they reframed it. Once they reframed it, she looked at it differently. You see this? Here she was bragging about it. She's smiling. Look. But then when somebody was like, yeah, but hey, wait a minute. Look, she's smiling. She's bragging. Guys, that's just how fast it can happen. Look, she all smiles. <laughs> Come on, man. You got to watch out, man. Look, I got to get to these super chats. B-Real Mahogany says, shouldn't grape survivors speak to other women? I, that's what I don't understand. But she is talking about an alleged grape gang grape at a football house so uh but i don't understand why these coaches Deion sanders brings in britney renner a known skeezer why are you bringing in this woman i i don't understand what this woman has valuable to offer like why aren't they bringing like my question is why aren't you bringing cga in okay but again i don't have titties and big old light eyes right so these these coaches are smitten and you guys got to know these coaches are simps they're married simps. You know, they got us shut off. And just for my, oh, this is the, this is the woman for the alleged uh, allegations. Um, you guys got to know coaches, you know, when you work at university campuses, just from my experience, you got to repress a lot of sexual desire. Same thing as teachers and stuff like that. So you're in a blue pill matrix. You're in a blue pill matrix. When I coached at college campuses, I know people would be like, yo, you like younger girls. But when I, when I was working, I had to repress that. I had to cut that off. Like, that was not a possibility. That couldn't be my thought all the time. Like, I couldn't be like, oh, junior college. I couldn't do that. That's kind of why I do it more now because I don't have to repress it. But as a young person from 18 to 36, I had to repress those thoughts and feelings and desires because it, it wasn't possible. Then I was married towards the end of my last coaching stint. Right? You got to put all that stuff. So what happens is you repress, repress, repress. And then you end up simping for this shit. <laughs> like, like, this is what happens. You end up sipping, simping for this. Mm. Like, you got to cut those feelings off. When you're a teacher, when you're an administrator, you, are, you work for a company, you're the boss. You got to cut all that off. That's not a possibility for you. Yep, saying that's a, a doctor, that's a gynecologist. He playing with pussy all day. He can't be aroused, and it's somewhat unhealthy, I think. But this is the world we live in. You got to cut that off. It's not a possibility. Even when it's presented, and it will be, because there are some definitely some college groupie girls that like coaches. You got to cut that shit off. You can't play with that all day. You can't let that distract you. Plus, I was coaching women, so you got to cut it off. That's not a possibility. So I didn't look at it as that. Um, 
And I just focused on my job. I actually lasted two decades and not have any of these situations happen. Not with any of my athletes. So you got to be professional. And what happens is because they're so repressed, they end up simping. They end up throwing their whole life away for a plain average ass bitch, right? Yeah, repressed thoughts are unhealthy. Repressing anything is unhealthy, right? And that's why I think it's unhealthy. I think we live in a world where we, we're designing it so it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. Like people in the history of time never really, you know, cut off sexual thought like this. This is why we're having trouble working together as men and women. But now we do this. We think, oh, since we're at work, nobody's thinking about sex. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. What it does is going to create some other issue. You just repress these thoughts. You constantly repress, repress, repress. Oh, you shouldn't feel this way. You shouldn't feel this way. No, you should feel this way. It's very natural to feel this way about men and women. It's very natural. And it's only an American bullshit, really. It's only America that we do this. And I think what happens is, as a result, look at all the sexual dysfunction that people have. Look at as a result. It's unhealthy. It's unhealthy for us as human beings. Now, as corporate America people and, 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 and normies, and normies, sure, it's supposed to be that way. That's what we made it. But remember, women didn't work with men until about 70 years ago. Women didn't work alongside men and with men. As you can see, what's happening? Me too. Uh, misunderstanding, sexual harassment cases left and right. There's bullshit happening because we repressing natural biological feelings. It's very unhealthy. And then you see it being acted out. Prawn addiction, sexless marriage. You're seeing people act it out. So that's why I say it's unhealthy. Not only that, how healthy is it to lose $80 million to jerk off? That's completely ridiculous, right? Because she was not an employee of the university. Why is he losing his university job? And she wasn't even an employee. That's how unhealthy it is. That he has to act out on somebody way across country and he loses his job. I think that's completely unhealthy all around that people can say he deserves to lose his job because in my opinion, he doesn't deserve to lose his job. He doesn't. This was not a job that needed for him to be lose because he did not do it with an employee. He did not do it with the university official. He did not do it with a colleague and or a subordinate. He did not do it with any of these people. So he has a right to not have to repress these sexual feelings, but he's married. We'll talk. You can take that. But he has sexual feelings for another human being, and she ain't even in the region and now he's about to get fired. See, I know why he's getting fired. It's politics. It's his contract. And he's an idiot. It's a dumb decision. He probably could have done a better decision. But this is what happens when you repress natural feelings. Just like if you had a trauma and you repressed it. Is that healthy? No. This is why people say go seek counseling. Go get help. Talk to someone. But instead, we're taking real hard biological feelings and putting them back here. Now, that's unhealthy. And we're, we're wrestling with this every time. We're wrestling with this all the time. And this actually benefits women more than men because men are obviously more visual and more wanting to have sex. We have more desire for it. So this, this cripples men. 
Yes, it's unhealthy. I, I think it is. But of course, we live in a Puritan Western culture that does everything that's right is wrong and everything that's wrong is right. Anyway, as you see, as a result, people are acting out very strangely, right? Because they have, they can't get access to sex. They have repressed feelings. Some people are, are gay and they can't act it out. They're trans and they can't act it out. What are they telling you? They're having to repress their feelings and it's unhealthy for them. That's the exact argument for trans and gay people. But when I make it about men, everybody's like, no, I don't understand. That's exactly what trans and gay people are fighting for. The fact that they want to act out who they are without, without being punished. That's their entire argument. They want to act and dress and be happy and pride and all of that. They don't want to repress these feelings. They don't want to be made feel bad about it. They don't want to be judged by it. They want to be out just like a regular healthy sexual person. A man is a healthy, regular, sexual human being, and he's attracted to women. But we got to repress the idea when we're at work and with colleagues. This is completely unhealthy. But anyway. Anyway, it, it creates madness and confusion in people, and then people get punished. They'll, in our world, we can say, yeah, a guy can lose $80 million for jerking off. Ridiculous. I think that's beyond ridiculous. Even the point of when I say, just pay for a woman when you're wealthy. People uncomfortable with it. Oh, well, mm. what? As if people weren't doing that. As, as if that's not the oldest profession in the book. But you're comfortable with a man paying $80 million to jerk off. I mean, dude, I'm telling you, we're, we're dealing with mass confusion here. You're telling a guy should lose his job for jerking off on the phone. That makes sense to you. Like, really, really, really question yourself. <laughs> like, really question yourself for real. Like, really look deep into yourself. Because it's absurd. He did nothing wrong. He did something stupid, but he did absolutely nothing wrong. He definitely did something stupid, though. Shout out to uh, DG Seymour. says, peace, God, New York Jet season is over before it starts. Where's all my Jets fans? Okay. Where's all my New York Jets fans? Y'all was talking heavy shit last Saturday and today. Dr. Thunder says, knew you were going to cover this fool fumbling. Shout out to you. And I know you're close to this area. That is a major fumble. Major fumble. Again, if I'm touching that much money, I'm touching fingertips on JUCOs. <laughs> right there's nothing else i'm not going abstinence i'm lining up my girls around the city and state if i'm touching that much dough larry he says oh the humanity oh the humanity oh the humanity right maybe 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 your boy maybe your boy uh aaron Rodgers can come out and save the day uh, what are we doing here? Shout out to Kettle Black says, listen to the coach. The high value target is real. My relative is dealing with a woman that tried to baby trap him into a relationship. Protect your meat. Money, energy, attention, time. Protect your meat. Okay. It's the, it's the number one thing you have to protect, especially if you get to a certain stature in life. 
and doesn't prevent other women from your past coming out. So just understand you got to deal with women with kid gloves. They're they're don't let me bring out the snake. All right. Do not let me bring out the snake. Paul, the black snake moan. Bob Southey says every action has its pleasures and its prices. This is Socrates. Every action has its pleasure and its prices. It's how you're going to pay. How are you going to pay? Like, I, you know, the, I would I would venture to say some game ninjas is like, no, nah, all he needed is his game, right? It's like crazy. All right. No government name says, Coach, relevant to the topic. What are your thoughts on flirting with female coworkers? I'm in an environment, work environment, predominantly men or males where men and women hug and flirt when they greet or see each other. Should I cut off flirting completely or just be cordial professional with the opposite sex? I've been listening to you for years, so I should know what you're going to say. Your advice is appreciated. Um, you got to be careful. Just be careful. I mean, I f- certainly did flirt in, you know, in a time where there was no me too when I wasn't working in these places. And men and women flirted and, you know, you saw things. I don't know where, you know, some people probably work in a virgin world where nobody talks to each other you just got to be careful i mean i was just you know i don't want you to be scared or fearful but protect yourself protect yourself right don't do thing i wouldn't do shit like that in today's world at the office right i would be extending pounds you know what i mean pound that shit out fist bumps all right, I would say let's create a handshake, bitch. All right, uh, but all of that, but you're opening yourself up for for things. But you know, like I worked in that type of corporate environment when I was younger, in my twenties and early thirties. And uh, as I move up the food chain, in position, I did less of that. When I was lower on the food chain, I did more of it. But as I started to move up and get recognition and stuff like this, I started to do less of it. All right, because I didn't want any bullshit. Now, now, in private, <laughs> listen, I'm not perfect. <laughs> but I've, I've seen people lose their job over this, men and women, men and women. I've seen men and women lose their job over this. All right. And oh, by the way, if I was coaching in today's world, I would not be able to do it. Like the Me Too movement. All of the things that happened right after I left college sports, right, and high school sports, like, it's a new day. Like, I couldn't coach in today's marketplace. I'm glad I left, right? And people wonder why I left. It was just not a lot of money in that, right? You can, but I wasn't working at the tippy top. I wasn't making a million dollars, right? I was making anywhere between uh, fifty to to 100000 all right? But it was a grind, and it was moving every two years cross-country, it's a, it's a grind. So I was like, I'm getting out of that work while I can. And also, this is a blue chip. I got I got out when I could. I got out when I could. Now, if I would have stayed five or ten more years in the business, I would have never been able to leave, and I would have been stuck. All right, so my kids were about to start elementary school. Perfect time to leave. But the be- the worst time to leave is when your kids are now in elementary school, middle school, high school, You can't leave. You can't jump out of it. So I saw that this was the last opportunity for me to jump out of it, and I jumped out. Glad I did. Best decision I made because I was changing jobs every two years, and I'm talking about cross-country moves. 
cross country. Like you have to take a job somewhere. Like your job runs out or you want another job. You don't like your situation. You got to go to Alaska. You got to go. You got to go to Texas. You got to go. Like the job, you can't go to the school around the corner. So I was in the situation where it was like best time to get out. Last possible chance. Got out. All right. But if I would have stuck in there, I probably would have. It's been over 10 years. It's been, yeah, 10 years, 11 years. I probably would have lived in five different states. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? In that 10 years, divorce too. So you guys got to know when to bail. I bailed. All right. And best decision I ever made. So uh, that's a blue chip for you right there. All right. That's a blue chip. Know when, it, when, know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Uh, Mystical says these schools need to start paying the philosopher CGA 10K or more to speak that to the staff and the teams about protecting that meat and not fumbling those bags. Gentlemen, we must do better. That's the question you have to ask. Why in the world are they paying that woman to do these speeches? Why? There's no reason that they don't have CGA in there talking to these young men. Look, look. Look at this shit. Now, look at how ridiculous this looks. The Dallas Cowboys. Am I tripping? Brothers. How? How? It, what does she have to offer these men? What can she possibly tell these ninjas? And you know these ninjas starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. Is she in front of the Dallas Cowboys or am I tripping? How in the hell does she have this job? Like... This is absolutely crazy to me. This one, what is she going to tell them? Not to run train on girls? I can tell you that. <laughs> right? Come on, man. How to get a, how not to get trained. Man, we, are, we live in an effed up society. Our priorities are all jacked up. Abel returns to eating. Fear of women and love of solitude equals riches. Shout out to you, man. Stay rich. I, for me, it's the riches. For me, money over bitches. I mean, ladies, sorry. Money over women, money over love. Love is expensive as fuck. All right, and ain't worth it half the time, most of the time. All right, I'm going for the money and the peace. All right, y'all can have all that other shit. Y'all can have all that other shit. Good luck. Y'all can stay broke with that bullshit. All right. <laughs> oh, by the way, this is Brittany Renner with Deion Sanders. Brittany Renner. Speaking at, J uh, what do you call it? Jackson State. Brittany, look at this. Look at how she's dressed. How Dion, for real, man, give me a call, fam. Hit me up in the DM. I don't check my DMs, so I don't know how y'all going to get to me. Look at this. Fam, what are we doing? What are we doing, man? Y'all got to explain this shit to me. How, why is Brittany Renner talking to these young men? It, it, there's no reason for this shit other than dudes simping like, you know, these coaches be simping. I was a coach. Coaches be simping. JC says the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 the defense is balling. The QB finding his legs, Buffalo quarterback fumbling and throwing multiple. Uh, what is it? And he says, I'm about to lose a bag, 13 to 13. I guess you have the over. Or you about, do you have the over? Abel returns to Eden. He deserved it. He says he went after her 
10, wait, he went after her 10 grand. Uh, but yeah, he, he deserves this. I'm not saying that. I don't think he deserves to lose his job. He definitely deserves, and he might get another job. Believe me, college coaches have done even worse shit than this. So he'll probably get another job. All right. Rick Pitino got another job. The guy, Larry Eustacey got another job. Bobby Petrino got another job. Um, so in, in coaching, he's going to get another job. He's a Michigan State football coach. So he'll get another job. He'll lose out on the $80 million. He'll probably coach at like Weber State or Northern Arizona or some shit like that. He'll probably pick up one of those jobs. And then eventually he'll do well there. Um, and then he'll get to Colorado State or some shit like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he'll get another job. So, but it's going to be down the line. But somebody said it's a setup. Yeah, brother. <laughs> you guys got to know when the setup is there, man. Yeah, uh, Hugh Freeze. Like, he'll get another job. That's all. But he's just going to have to lose this job. And the, but, but, but he's marketable. He's a, he's a known football coach. He's a commodity They'll they'll brush that shit over, you know what I mean? They'll and then they'll be like, "Hey, you learned your lesson." Emi Yudoka got another job, so he he'll get another job, but he'll have to take a job that pays eight hundred and fifty grand instead of eighty million. It is what it is. So I think we got everybody, and it's time to close today's show. Shout out to y'all, and man, you look if you gonna touch money. You guys better have a strong philosophy on how you're going to deal with women because how you deal with women where you're broke definitely don't apply when you got money. Please. That whole ego shit with women flies right out the door when you get, when you touch some real money. And it's real life consequences out there. Shout out to the coach gang. We out. Peace.